0: Okay, cool. We are live and recording. So uh, thanks everyone for coming today. This is the first proper episode of what we are calling the Uncommonly Common Conversations podcast, uh, which uh, came about from my conversation with ChatGPT. Um, so I might just uh, start off by getting everyone the to introduce themselves. Um, and so in the true fashion of corporate Teams chats, so we'll go left to right. Uh, so Jul, uh, Julian, do you want to go first?
1: Wait, are we doing an acknowledgement to country to start off with? or? <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually, sorry, Julian, can I easy. I actually have to do that for my work presentation. So, yeah, I'm quite comfortable with that. But I'm a big geek, guys. Whoever's listening, Star Wars, the MCU, DCU, love music, love books, love TV shows. I have dropped off sports, so I can't contribute to any discussions with regards to sports. Sorry, guys. I'll do my best.
0: Awesome. Thank thank you, Julian. Um, Alan, do you you want want to kick off? Introduce yourself? yourself.
1: Yeah, I'd really like to know how I introduced myself in 2015. I don't think much has changed. Um, Yeah, so same as Julian. Pop culture, MCU, Star Wars, anything pop culture related. I'm all about that. A little bit more on the sports side of things as well. So footy, basketball, uh, current affairs, politics. I'll talk about anything with you, really. So that's me. Thank you. you, Uh, Paul? Paul?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Paul. Uh, I can't say that I care too much about pop culture these days. Uh, it was something that I enjoyed when I was younger, hence why I'm sort of in this group, I guess. I keep trying to tell you people I don't care about this stuff, but I keep getting roped into it. Um, as far as what I like to do, I like to read up on sports. Um, yeah, I'd say sports, history, and politics. I'm uh, yeah, yeah, like for those three things, I'm pretty much into them, and. Uh, Apart from that, I just I just like to laugh. That's it. It's all about
4: having some fun. Uh, awesome,
0: baseball. baseball, and uh, uh, lastly, uh, lastly Matt. Matt.
4: Yeah, my name is Matt. I'm into anything automotive, so all car topics is you know that's what I'm obsessed with. Sports, um, pop culture, movies, all, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, definitely uh, keen to be having some good laughs with you guys on this podcast. Cool. cool. Um, and, and you have your
0: own, own podcast, podcast, don't you, don't you Matt? You, Matt.
4: I do yeah yeah it's a, it's an automotive show um where oh, we nice. where we just talk crap about cars for an hour and then uh pretend that we know things and then walk <laughs> away <Yeah. laughs> No, it, it's it's been going it's been on for a while so um yeah I'm a big fan of podcasts and I, I I've been listening to them myself like just you know other podcasts and it, you know it, it, it's good hearing different differences of opinion and and just discussion points and as well as like having a having a bit of banter it's always a, always adds a bit of flavor to it
0: Awesome, thanks, Matt. Um, so, yeah, so the, yeah, the reason, the why, reason I'm why I'm having this conversation, conversation as I kind of discussed, discussed in the prelude to this, was, was uh, I, wanted I wanted to set up a podcast, which was an opportunity for like us to us basically, basically get together and, and just talk about different topics. topics. Um, um, and, and the and topic I want to talk about today, today is well, what are thinking was in 2015 and what we got right and wrong from them and the reason why we're picking 2015 is because roughly April 2015 was the last time we did record a podcast and at that point we were full of hope and optimism about the future of one of the most beloved properties in the world which is Star Wars um and so just as a sort of a way to try to uh get the conversation going um what the fuck went wrong with Star Wars can I just
4: can I just preface that this is going to um you know not only affect um the people that are listening to the show, but everybody else that, that actually had some sort of appreciation of Star Wars, because what they did was the biggest kick in the nuts to all of us here. <laughs> um, and like I, I don't think I'm gonna recover, man. Like, I it was it was one of those things. That, and and <laughs> Reece, you know, you and I have had this discussion many times. Um, it like I, you know, I I went to bed that night after watching um. Good, uh, what was the first one? I've tried to erase it from my mind. Um, oh, the Force Awakens. And Force Awakens, and like I was, I couldn't sleep because I was just like, "That's what they gave us." But anyway, I, I won't, I won't get into any more. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was for me a complete, complete utter mess.
0: Guys, chime in. We, are we, are we all, all? I mean, I, I know I don't some know, of us haven't watched, watched season three of the Mandalorian, Mandalorian yet, yet but well, that, also that also probably, probably you know, know reinforces this argument, argument. like. like what happened? happened. I mean, mean, in 2015, 2015, we had the optimism Optimism coming in from The Force Awakens, we had that really really epic trailer, trailer. we We had Finn turning turning on the lightsaber, lightsaber. we had had the the fucking dual blade blade thing with with Kylo, it was looking looking good. good. What What went wrong? wrong.
1: Alan? Alan? Well, I think it's pretty obvious now, isn't it? The fact that they've pretty much admitted there was no plan, and The Force Awakens was just a movie that they were trying to ignite some nostalgia with which worked and got people on board, and I get they were trying to be a little bit safe with the property. It was like a semi-soft reboot slash homage to A New Hope. But turns out there was no plan. It turns out that we had two directors with different visions, no cohesive plan for the entirety of a trilogy of one of the most beloved pop culture properties of all time. Um, granted, we had some good stuff in the mix. We had Rogue One. We've had some of the TV shows that have been of exceptional quality. But overall... Business done a pretty shit job, I agree with Matt that I'd really, even with some of the new stuff coming out in terms of trailers now, I'm just really disinterested. I don't care. care. Maybe that's me just getting older and getting a little bit more cynical about things, but I don't know. Like, my love for Star Wars is slightly diminished.
4: I think that was the worst part about it, too, because, like, there was so much hype, and, like, you know, I was was so excited, you know, for, for the, you know for these new movies and you know i was, I was like i was like maybe, maybe it was just me maybe it was just me after watching it and then and after speaking with everybody like no no this was it's legit because all i did was just it was just kind of jerking off to basically uh the world of star wars just, you want star wars we'll give you lightsabers we'll give you this we'll give you that we'll give you these penguin things that don't relate to anything just the some more merch and mm-hmm. then um Which and then it basically it was it was just all like you know lip service um and then with no real substance and for me that really just, it's it's turned me off Star Wars and, like, I, I, I'm, you know, like, as much as I've, I've I've enjoyed, you know, Mando and stuff, it's just, everything else, I just I'm just like, ah, I'm done, like, I, I it really hurts to say that, like, after being a, such a Star Wars fanboy for, like, forever
0: Well, before I jump across I to Julian, um, um Brendan's, Brendan's just joined join us. us Brendan, can mate, can we you just do a sound, sound check? check? Hey, guys Love hey it, you, mate. Do you want I to just introduce man. yourself? I'm, I'm not sure I'm everyone like here it, knows who, it, who you are
5: Yeah, so, um sorry i literally kind of just got back and finished dinner because you know my life is hectic um so yeah i'm brendan um, reese's cousin so naturally uh i was brought up to love store star wars and be a nerd and um yeah hang out with uh alan and julian and i've met matt and um yeah Yeah. i'm just just a big old nerd lovely Lovely. Um... um
0: Paul, I'm, I'm, I, want I want to hear you what hear your, your views are in a, second, in a second, but I think we really need to try to, try to bring, bring, some, bring love some love to this, this conversation. conversation, so sure Julian... you sure about that or...? I do, <laughs> I, I, I am <laughs> sure, I am, <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 <laughs> our, you're <laughs> our bring <laughs> it home <laughs> part of this conversation.
3: Now yeah, I oh, oh shit, the closer, okay. You <laughs> <laughs> are. I don't think I've ever been the closer. Julian,
0: mate, what has Star Wars... Okay, it's really easy to whack on the Disney Star Wars, and... Fucking, I'll, I'll get the front, front of the queue because they, they have, have dropped the ball on some, some really serious things, things the last, last decade. But uh, what, what has, has Disney, Disney and uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy done well with Star Wars, Wars in the last 10, Wars ten Wars years?
2: Because we, we are talking, are talking ten, 10 years, years now. now. So the way I look at it, it's Disney trying to make back their $4 billion investment in the quickest uh, period of time possible. So they're throwing as many Movies, TV shows, some games, and a lot of books and comics. Um, the problem with that format is that, unlike the original trilogy and sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy, sorry, where you've had three movies each which move the needle forward with every installment, all of this, this deluge of property um, of, of media, unfortunately, cannot move the story too far forward. So you have a lot of really flat shows which aren't really exciting, Um, And because of that, they have lost out. And obviously, as Alan said, there's been no plan. I remember an interview from 2016, 2017 onwards, where they said they wanted the sequel trilogy to feel a little bit like the original trilogy, where you start off with one movie and you don't really have a plan for a sequel, and then George Lucas wrote Empire. So they tried to do that, but with obviously disastrous results. Um, but what I will say is that they have really cashed in hard on the nostalgia aspects of um, what we'd like. So the, se- the sequel stuff has a lot of prequel content. We've got the Kenobi series. We're getting the Ahsoka stuff. So there are glimmers of hope. It's not enough for me. I think they are failing. Sorry, I'm, I can't be hopeful here. Uh, but there is enough to make some of those bites tasty. cool. cool.
0: No thanks, that Julian. Thanks, Julian. Um, Brendan, um, Brendan, what what has Star, is Wars, Star done Wars done well, well the last, last decade?
5: decade? That's that's a tough one. Um, so I guess like um, outside of movies and TV shows and even the books, um, because there's been a lot of hit and misses. Um, but what they've done well is in terms of, uh, games and for me specifically, it's more like, um, so they've got their tabletop game called Star Wars Legion, um, which if any of you are familiar with any kind of war game or Warhammer or anything like that, um, basically you build an army and your army fights another army. Um, so they had a split release where, the, the whole launch of it was empire versus rebels and then as as that all kind of gained traction and popularity they kind of split their uh product range into um original trilogy and prequels um so the second launch box was clones first droids and then But what they've done really, really well in that is they've been able to be like, if you want to play Darth Vader versus a bunch of clones or a bunch of battle droids, it's perfectly fine and balanced. Um, and I've found too that with a lot of the Disney Plus stuff and obviously kids being put in front of a TV and uh, either introduced to Star Wars or, hey, watch this while mom and dad clean or do whatever, um the tabletop side of thing has also helped encourage a lot of new people coming into Star Wars and a lot of people that um might not care about the property otherwise and then also in terms of games um I know I have my thoughts on Jedi Fallen Order and how that the middle of that game basically doesn't exist but the game itself fantastic um Star Wars Squadrons. I know a few of us played together for a little while. Um, that game was exactly what it said on the tin. Um, so can I just cut in
0: on that point. I want to um, kind of, I want to kind of, we'll use, kind of that, use that because I, I, I think that you sort of. One of the things I think that Star Wars has become, become a victim, victim of is, victim is it's, become it's become very, very much, much a reflection of the politics of, politics of today. today. Um, um what I kind of I mean by that, that, that is that particularly in the sequel, sequel trilogy, there uh, were deconstructive, uh, deconstructive aspects of, of the sequel, sequel trilogy which, which are very, very contemporary, contemporary in nature, nature particularly, particularly around, around the, role the role that certain characters play, play you know, um, and, and sort of trying, trying to, to deliberately deconstruct, deconstruct, deconstruct that hero's, hero's journey, journey narrative, narrative in a, in way, a way that... that doesn't, doesn't feel earned, earned for the property. property. A lot of that felt very forced. And one of the and things thing I, noticed, I noticed, particularly with, with games, games like Squadrons, was that, that there, were there were aspects of it that were unnecessary. unnecessary. Like, like why, why does a character's, a character's identity, identity need to be, to be that in this, this type, type of property?
5: Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, it, it's, it's funny, too, because I, I actually had this conversation at work with somebody the other day about, like, um, you watch, the, like, you watch Empire Strikes Back, Lindo Calrissian is literally the only black or person of color in that entire universe, and then as time in Star Wars and real life progresses, other people start getting introduced and, you know, actors, well, not every great actor is a white male or white female or something like that, so it that starts moving with the times and you get to a point where un- fortunately or unfortunately depending on how you want to look at it that's the way um a lot of the like like you said a lot of the politics side and a lot of the reflection of like social norms is coming into it and i think the only thing is like it can be done well but when it's shoehorned and kind of incredibly overt, it that's when it stands out more than it's good and it becomes a thing where it's like, hey, look at what we're doing rather than oh, oh, that's cool there's there's X, Y or Z person in my like my, my favorite media property. So,
0: so then, then that kind, that kind, of, kind of, raises of raises the... the the question, the question of, of when did it become apparent, apparent that Star Wars, Wars or at least, you know, you know Star, Wars Star Wars since 2015, since 2015 there, was, there something was something a little bit off about of the franchise, franchise. And, and I think, I think ultimately, ultimately that comes down to the misstep that was in The Last Jedi, Jedi. which this as Alan alluded to, to a little, little bit earlier, the fact that there was, the was, was no overarching, overarching plan for how that sequel trilogy was to operate meant that when Ryan Johnson got access to this trilogy he was able to firstly deconstruct what J.J. Abrams had set up for better or worse. But it also then meant that he was able to deconstruct aspects of Star Wars which ultimately my view of that is is that it it harmed the rest of Star Wars going forward from that point onwards. Paul any
3: Any thoughts? thoughts? Um, yeah, so what, since 2015, I think I think Star Wars has done a very good job at trying to be cool to, um, like, like yeah, for that, I'd, I'd, I'd say that it's probably cool for so many people now. Um, there's certain people that I know who probably back 2005, even when the third movie came out, uh, I don't think that they actually cared about it all that much, but now uh, that I think certainly done a good job of trying to find itself in um like for that field of like you know like tv and stuff and movies like i think that they've really just like sort of planted themselves in there and since they're just pumping out so much content um like they've sort of actually put themselves in there so that if people want to sort of be in the loop uh then that's something that for that like they have to see you know and um yeah, it's just it's just crazy to think that like, you know, like so many people who actually sit down and actually tell me about the show and and yeah, like full of stuff like I oh, like knew these people and and yeah, for that like they didn't care about like that. Yeah, like for that and stuff back when they were kids when the franchise was in a spot that was better. So um so yeah, as far as like the marketing for it, um, I don't know if that was something that they actually planned out. It seems that they probably did. Um, I have seen uh, Like for that stuff, like all these big companies, like have the costs of what they actually put towards actually trying to put inside of the market of these things. They're they're huge. They're 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 absolutely massive. So I think that they've done a very good job at that. Um, Outside of that, uh, not much. (laughs) Excellent.
0: All right. Um, Does anyone does anyone anyone think
3: that does anyone anyone want to defend
0: defend the Last last Jedi? Jedi? Does anyone anyone think think that I'm wrong that that was sort of the the canary in the coal mine that there's a problem with this? Julian, please. Also, guys, feel free to jump in. Guys, this is a live conversation, so please feel free. I didn't hate it either. Feel free to jump in at any point, guys. This is, yeah, it's not a round table, so if you want to say something,
2: please jump in. I think that the deconstruction aspect of The Last Jedi is my favourite part of it. There are other reasons why I think the movie failed, such as the lack of a proper climax, the Act 2, uh, finale was the real climax and then Act 3 suffered because of that. There were a lot of very forced character and story beats such as the whole Rose ending with her kissing Finn and all of that. Um, I <laughs> wouldn't say that it spiraled the series. Uh, I would honestly say that the biggest sin is JJ not latching on to the aspects of Last Jedi and then subverting it again. Ryan did a subversion which had a bit of a testing and experimental feel that ultimately could make the story potentially better. JJ in episode nine said, nah, fuck that. We're just going to follow on from seven. Um, and I think that was the bigger failure there. So I will defend the last Jedi's willingness to experiment in such a high budget way. Like this is a, a full numbered sequel where you shouldn't be experimenting, but he did it any, anyway. And Kathleen just gave the go ahead. Fantastic. Uh, but there were other more traditional reasons why that movie failed in terms of story. So,
5: I think I think that with that too, we're seeing a lot of um we're seeing a lot of subversion with the TV shows and stuff now. And whether or not this is hindsight or my my pure willingness to not entirely hate a movie I paid to go and see. But I think that a lot of what Last Jedi is or tried to do has kind of paved the way for disney to eventually be like hey maybe we should try doing something a bit differently where the mandalorian for example is basically lone well season one was lone wolf and cub mixed with a western um with a star wars feeling the andor for example andor is Besides being, honestly, the best Star Wars show they've released so far, um, with the exception of the last season of the Clone Wars, the, sorry, to Andor be fair, there's became... four good episodes in the last season of the Clone Wars, Wars but that's okay. That's okay. I'll, I'll let it slide. I mean, what all of Siege of Mandalore*? Or, yeah, there's there's, uh, the there's, there's whole...
0: eleven episodes in the Clone Wars, and, 11 Wars 11 and everyone remembers, remembers four, four for, for a reason. reason.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. It's it's sad, but true. Um, but I think we're, we're seeing bits and pieces of what The Last Jedi did really well reflected in a lot of these TV shows, and I think you're going to see a lot of things that, like with the new Ahsoka TV show, obviously that's following on from Rebels and Clone Wars to an extent, because, well, Ahsoka, but you're going to start seeing a lot of these ideas that have to have or have to be flushed out for those four seven eight and nine to fit into the universe so it's almost like they were the they were the brainstorm meeting and it's it's kind of unfortunate that where those stories are going to end is actually worse than the lead up to them
6: I completely I disagree with you. you. Um, Alan, um, do you I want to jump, to jump in?
5: There. <laughs>
1: Look, I think the discourse around The Last Jedi has been covered, like, ad nauseum, and I don't think what anything that I've got to say is really going to add to it. I do agree with yeah. Brendan that um, the whole subverting expectations, and my God, I hate those two words, but the whole subverting expectations angle has definitely given us... Um, the idea that Star Wars can be more than just a generic formulaic type series. So I agree hundred percent with Brenda. We've now got Andor, which is, you know, dark brooding adult Star Wars, which I never thought I would see on the screen anywhere. We got Rogue One, which while still being an adventure heisty sort of movie also had some really dark elements to it. So um, actually Rogue One was before last year, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Sorry. So maybe not influencing that one, but We're definitely getting content now that I don't think we would have potentially ever seen from the Star Wars scene.
5: But my biggest gripe going back to... Sorry, I was just going to say, even Bad Batch, like, for for as kind of average as Bad Batch is, there are some incredible... Like, we we actually see, like, an Imperial torture droid torture someone, like, properly. Like, we're starting to see a lot of dark, dark things in... What is primarily a show for children?
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, agreed. But the, the biggest issue with The Last Jedi still is though someone decided halfway through a three movie trilogy that he was gonna turn everything on its head. Um which, as we know, resulted in a complete turnaround again in Rise of Skywalker and you have a disjointed three movie story arc, which was just a colossal failure in my opinion still. So Look, Last year I, I hated it. I remember walking out of the cinema saying, what the fuck did I just watch? This is terrible. <laughs> Rian Johnson can die in a hole. And funnily enough, my appreciation for the movie has actually grown over time. And I hate myself for admitting that. And there are some <laughs> fantastic elements to it. The cinematography is amazing. Um Some of the the camera angles, some of the shots are fantastic. Um, I hated the way they treated Luke. You know, I was doing the whole Marlon Brando, look what they did to my boy, me, thinking (laughs) they destroy the character of Luke Skywalker. Um, And having a discussion with Reese about the end, saying he did the most powerful Jedi thing you could ever do, and he didn't even use a lightsaber. And that sort of stuck with me and went, oh, yeah, I can sort of see how, you know, Luke basically saved the day. And he was did something amazing. But, I don't know, it's got some of the best Star Wars and some of the worst Star Wars in one movie and my god, I still feel so conflicted about it. But, yeah.
4: Dude, like, this movie, right, it it just felt confused from, from, from day dot right? So, like when the first time I watched it, I'm like, it felt like the slowest car chase, it felt like an, the O.J. Simpson chase in, 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 in the sky. Like, like when, they're, when they're like, you know, they're, trying, they're trying to like, you know, Catch the other people, and then they go to some casino world. Oh, gambling's bad. Kids. Uh, Don't gamble, kids. That's a that's a bad thing. Don't do that. I'm just like, what is this? This is not Star Wars. I, I'm just, I just, I, just it <laughs> there. And I, I walked out of there physically angry. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe I funded what? this. Like, like what 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 have, what have I done? And you know, and it did, and it was worse the second time I watched it because I picked up on the stuff that I that I thought I would you know wouldn't pick up on, and it was just even it just made it even worse. And I was just like everything they did in the first one just completely just was a mess for the second one. And the third one was just a complete, it was, it was just trying to fix up the mess from the first two. And it just meant nothing. And, and I, and I've been walking out of that, like the, the, like the second one in particular, you know, the, um, the well, Jedi. And I was just like, I was like, I, I was like, I was virtually done from Star Wars at that point. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, I don't think there's any coming back from this. Like Ray is now the most powerful Jedi in the world. Like who's got no training and just somehow was super duper powerful. Um, and it just made it just for me it was just you know after, especially the O.J. Simpson Simpson chase was just like that that, that personified I'm like what is this like I I, I can't anymore it like, it it broke me like I, I was I, I yeah you know, was in the fetal position at home just crying because I was like what, is it? <laughs> what have they done to my to my to my beloved Star Wars but um, yeah, like I, I always try to to find the positives in things but and oh, <laughs> I, I I it was hard, it was freaking hard for that movie. I was just like, what is this?
6: That's
0: where That's I found where um, why, 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 why I, wanted I wanted to sort of talk, talk about The Last Jedi last and sort of the state of Star Wars today is I think that the damage that was caused by, by the deconstruction of the, of the Last Jedi has meant that we've spent basically the Mandalorian, Mandalorian you know, Favreau universe, universe work trying, trying to patch up, up the holes and patch up the foundations of the, the Star Wars universe. universe. And, and i find also, it really frustrating. frustrating sorry i just find, I just it, find it really, really frustrating, frustrating that because there was a, there was a complete lack of a plan and there was, and there was almost sort of, of an arrogant, arrogant disregard to how important, important people, people place this story particularly by Ryan Johnson, Johnson that we've, we've almost spent the last what 5, five years now, now trying to recover and fix the damage, damage that that movie ultimately, ultimately caused the star wars, star wars universe, universe as a whole And I say say that that also wanting to acknowledge that that it is the the best produced of the sequel trilogy in terms terms of the quality quality of craftsmanship that went into the actual actual movie. And And coming coming out of The Last Jedi, Jedi, I thought it was superb. I I love love the deconstruction deconstruction element. I love what they tried to do with Luke. And I love that that it tried to take take risks. risks. However, five five years later, uh, the damage damage that was caused by that, particularly because of how the ninth movie was handled, it just retrospect just turned it into a clusterfuck of a decision. And, and when I look, I look at the, look the current state, state of things like Mandalorian, like Mandalorian where we are right, right now, now yeah, I, I, would I would be, be you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm very, very I'm very aggrieved as to what I'm currently seeing in the Mandalorian because, because it feels, it feels like, like in a lot of ways what Star Lost Wars was, was doing, doing
2: with, with The Last Jedi at that point. point. So, as far as deconstructions are concerned, I will say that The Last Jedi is still miles ahead of fucking Matrix Resurrections, which was a deconstruction in the worst way possible. <laughs> I <laughs> was in a fetal position because The Matrix was my most beloved property as a kid. Um, and that movie had nothing going for it, no saving grace. Last Jedi had certain amazing qualities, Matrix Resurrections, nothing. So, I think, I think, I think the biggest sin from that the movie is, that is between those, so very strong.
0: Totally, totally agree with you. I, 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 I think the biggest thing for that movie is that it was absolutely boring. Like it, that was a terrible, terrible film. film. But, but it, it, it had this it similar, similar issue that uh, Last Jedi had, particularly had to with do Luke Skywalker, which is that this this just desire, desire to try to, try to, deconstruct, to deconstruct and emasculate, I, I don't want to say emasculate, emasculate because that's, that's not, not the right, right that's, that's not quite, quite the right word, word but, but it, it's this idea to try to cut down what would have been quite a a typical hero from previous stories. And, and I'm I'm worried that, that that theme, theme is permeating through, through Star, Star Wars, Wars too frequently. frequently. So am, I, am I alone, alone in thinking, thinking that? that. <laughs> I mean, I'd be curious what everyone's thoughts are on that. Is is, is Star Wars well, heading, that heading that way, that way too way to his his severely?
5: severely? <laughs> well, that's so. This is the thing we with the ASAR, with the announcement and the trailer of the the TV show. We know from and spoilers for Star Wars Rebels if you have <clears throat> are listening and haven't seen it, but we know that there's the world between worlds where you can, if you can access it, you can pretty much pick a time and place in the Star Wars universe and go to it and either alter the future, including dragging people out of life and death situations and saving them. So that kind of explains how Ahsoka is Old enough, but still young enough to be around after when the Empire falls. But we also know that because of this, they can use it as a big, big crutch to write off so many things that this sequel trilogy has done. as mu- that, much that only works... Sorry, go. No,
0: no. Oh, sorry, I
5: was, was going to say, that only works if they release a movie or a mainstream title that is set after episode nine okay, so that the, it has the, to the, tie isn't that what they're
1: doing up. now with the ray movie
0: yeah so the the, 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 recent, the recent announcements of the three movies there are three movies, three movies have been announced before. but chances, chances of any of them happening are pretty minuscule with star wars, star wars track record board, but, but in, in principle, principle there's, there's a there's is, um the, the well Let's just, let's, just let's just call it, call the, it the Grand, Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn, Thrawn movie, which, which is, is going, going to be sort of the culmination of Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and, and Skeleton Crew, and that's, that's going, going to sort so of be, be well, I'm I guessing guess the, heir the Heir to the Empire, Empire movie. movie. Um, um, and, then and then they've then also then announced, they announced a, another film starring, starring Daisy Ridley, Ridley uh, which, uh, which is set, set 15 years after episode 9. nine. Interestingly, it's not called episode 10. They haven't labelled it as that. Um, but the sort of the rumor around that film is that, that Star Wars, Wars desperately, desperately wants to try to get Grogu with, with Rey, so Rey they so could try they to try retroactively, retroactively salvage, salvage some the, of the, uh, the the Rey merchandise Rey that never sold by pairing it up, up with Grogu. Up um, um, I, do, I don't really I really know very how very tongue in cheek that is, but I've heard stranger shit that turned out to be true. It's too late.
4: Like it's too late to resurrect. Like they're flogging a dead horse at this point. Like 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 really, they're 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 they bring in a character that, let's be honest, no one really liked in Ray. Uh, you know, our most powerful Jedi of all time, but you know, really just has got uh, you, you like I don't. I, I physically didn't care about her character. Like I just, hmm. I, I I had nothing, no interest in, in her. And now they're going to give her like you know, I uh, wasn't okay, okay. the next three movies. All right, so this is like, really
0: really interesting point there, though, Matt. So I'm just going to go cross you I'm for a, a sec. i want to explore something, something with you. you. Um, as, someone as someone that spends a lot of time, lot of time around, around children, children uh, because of it's for really free your job. Um, um has yeah. anyone
6: big <laughs> clarification there? I right. <laughs> clarified <anyone>? that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, don't think that. How cynical are you people? <laughs> oh, we're talking, we're about talking
0: about intellectual property. About property Harry, at the we're talking about
5: Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, do,
0: do any, any of your, of your students, students ever actually talk about Star Wars? Wars? Like, like does, does the, the Gen, Gen Z actually, actually give a, a shit, shit about, about Star Wars? Wars?
4: Um, to be brutally honest, ninety-nine point nine five percent of them don't. Yeah, um, yeah. the point the point five that do have no interest in in the uh, in the sequels. Um, they, they they actually prefer like you know shows like Mando and stuff because it's just like you know they they're they're a bit more interested a bit more interested. Like you you, you talk to them about like you know the main characters of you know of, you know like you know Ray and Finn and and all all those all those guys and they're like it's like ah oh, yeah they're okay I guess but like nothing like you know Grogu, and 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 the fact that they're going to possibly put them together in the next film is just it's just a cash grab i'm sorry like it sure. it's it, it, they just they're just trying to salvage um you know <laughs> the broken remnants that is star wars that you know, like like oh we're going to put we're going to put the we're going to put the character that everybody loves cuz he's so cute and friendly uh with with uh the person that we've tried to make you love who who no one cared about because it was a terrible character um you know and, and for me that 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 just is just again kicking the nuts to all the Star Wars fans, and and the fact that the kid, like my students that I teach, have like legit zero interest in, in Star Wars, like like proper Star Wars, like that, that you know we all grew up with and and um and and you know you're like we we, we appreciate. It just shows how much like Star Wars, is like oh yeah, look at the graphics in Star Wars, but you know it's it's kind of like an Avatar movie, right? Like like Avatar, like for me. Um, it's just like, oh, you want to see what, what we can do with our powerful computers? This is what we can do. We can make all this, you know, we can make blue people and, and, and all this stuff. And it's like, and you, you look at those movies for like, you know, the the special effects, but in terms of a storyline and, and stuff like that, you don't even remember who the main characters are because they're just pointless and they and they, and, they, and they they give no substance. And, and I feel like that's, that's what happened with, with Ray and Finn and, and you know, and, and, and all those other characters in, in the movie. I'm saying all those other characters because like, at the moment, they don't even trigger in my head because they were just so boring. Um, but like it, it, it figures like if the, if my students have you know like and these are massive movies yeah like 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 Star Wars is a bazillion dollar you know freaking franchise you know like it, anything you, you touch with Star Wars it's, it's instantly you know it's instantly all Star Wars you know but like the fact that students are like getting more interest in you now Netflix and, and 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 anything else anything else like you know, like they're they're talking about others I'm like what is that they're like oh you, you wouldn't know so because you're old um, is is. <laughs> Is is a testament to how bad these these last movies were, and, and how and how wrong, and how uh, and how Star Wars just just did not connect with with anybody. Because the fact that you know it's it's made us mad, for, well, me in particular, physically mad. But uh, <laughs> the fact that the students that like that I, that I teach have actual zero care about Star Wars, they just think oh it's just one of those you know like a you know like a um a, a movie to show all the special effects you can do and no, not have any substance is just. It just breaks your heart because Star Wars was always about you know you know like you know like all it was about that it had a cool story had a you know it's, it involved you as 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 individuals now it's just like you know we want to sell more merch so we'll make these penguin things and and we'll, and we'll make all these you know stupid things that that have no substance in anything but but they look cute so we'll, we'll sell we'll sell a, more, a million more plushies it for me it's just, it's just a cash grab and. If they really wanted to do Star Wars right and you, you know do it properly, don't. But it, for me, it's just too little, too late. And, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a bit of a rant here, but like, if my students are not not even caring about it, and and I, I mean that, like, they, they do not care about Star Wars. Like, like Star Wars to them is just like, oh, whatever.
6: Mm. You know.
4: Whereas like, when you know, even even the even the prequels, like, okay, they weren't the greatest movies, but like, even when they came out, the hype for them like was just nuts. Like, like the, the hype for the, the hype for the latest Star Wars, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's another Star Wars. Like, and for me, that was never. The, it just feels weird that I'm saying this because that was never the case because of how powerful Star Wars was. Um, so I, I mean, I don't know if I'm if I'm just talking crap or or, you know, or or you know, I'm I'm talking from from experience. But this is this is kind of like what I'm seeing as a as a high school teacher that that kids that like with Star Wars, you know, it's got like you know a lot of um, things that would relate to the coming of age. Um, you, you know, uh, finding finding yourself, you know, in, in, in with, with with your with your power, with the extra X Y Z, and the fact that these kids have zero interest in it is just it it tells you all you need to know.
5: I think part of that too is, and this is to still be in the Disney universe, but change go towards a different property. This is similar to my problem with the Marvel movies. It used to be, oh, cool comic books are. Uh, a kind of not niche thing, but a limited thing. And then, oh, we're getting Iron Man. Oh, we're getting these cool comic book characters. Then it got saturated. Back years ago, and even before, or even kind of just after the prequel movies, that that was it. There wasn't much Star Wars stuff around. Like, if you wanted Star Wars, you had six movies and a holiday special and maybe some games and then all of a sudden out of what almost feels like nowhere bang now we are so saturated you've got what six tv shows minimum you've got spin-offs of like lego game tv shows but star wars you've got so much in the way of books games, comic books, that it it, it's too saturated now. So it's too easy to essentially flood the market with crap and hide the gems. And then unfortunately, that's where, oh well, these are the popular tropes because they're selling well. It doesn't mean they're good. And then that starts to get reflected through in the movies so it, it's, it's yeah, kind of
4: interesting. everything like, that that's like that's legit with everything's a franchise now like like yeah. there's there's no standout movies and um you know and it, 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 it you're right it's flooding the market it, it's making all these movies that, that have really no you're right no substance no no hmm. kind of um you know it's just like oh it's another star wars movie i'll go watch it you know like whatever but like you know there's no real like Event it it doesn't I, and I don't know if it's if it's the whole range of like you know everything's available like Netflix things and and you know Disney Plus and Paramount and all, all that stuff I don't know if that's made made, made a big impact to this but the fact that there's like two or three Marvel movies out every every two years or every year you know uh, they they they're just they're just satur- you're right saturating the market it's just it really kind of you know it it's, it makes it like well uh, it doesn't
5: know. feel special anymore correct yeah
1: yeah that's right. It doesn't feel special. It just feels like, yeah, like I got Mando season three. I haven't watched any of it and I've felt no desire to just because I know, well, you know, I'll wait till it's all out and I'll watch it all at once when I get a chance and I've heard, you know, differing opinions on the quality of it. Most of it negative. Hmm. But for me, even probably two or three years ago, if I told, if, you know, I came back from the future and said, Alan, you're not going to watch a new star Wars property on day one. I'd say, get out. Like i as soon yeah. as it airs, I want to sit there and watch yeah. it. Um, and that desire, again, I don't know whether that's because maybe I'm getting older and I've got other priorities and maybe the property itself isn't as magical to me as it once was. But yeah, there's just too much. And the specialness, like you're saying, Brendan, of the franchise is gone for me.
4: But like everything has to be a franchise now. Everything has to be a cash grab. Like oh, you know, like this movie did all right. Let's make another movie. Like and, and every movie, virtually at the end of every, at the end of every credits, there is there is something else that's like, oh can lead it on to the next movie. And I'm just I'm just like, oh, dude, kind of just like be good, <laughs> you, know? So, you know. So a, a fun fact <laughs> yeah.
0: around Marvel Phase Four is that the length of Marvel Phase Four, in terms of amount of minutes that you have to watch to see all of Phase Four, is greater than phases one, two, and three combined. So, so
5: I'm so happy I yeah. gave up after endgame part. Yeah. yeah, but endgame
0: is, is a really, really interesting, interesting conversation point because, because and that, without, without sort of moving to Marvel, Marvel because we it could it's probably do its own hour, hour conversation, conversation about what's happened, happened with, with that. that. But endgame, endgame worked, worked because there was an overarching, an overarching story. story. And everything Everything around Marvel Marvel worked worked because it was heading towards a certain point. point. Now, Now, not not all all the Marvel MCU films from Phase 1, 2, and 3 were great, but the the weakest MCU film was at least held up up by by the strongest strongest ones ones. because it all kind of worked as one more or less cohesive story. Obviously, there are contradictions, but more or less it worked. The promise promise that we had with Disney's Disney's Star Wars is that 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 we would get that that same level of quality control. control. And And why why I think think Star Wars has been so poor in the last last few years, and again, I go back back to The Last Jedi Jedi without circling back to that too too much, is because it became became brutally apparent apparent that there was actually no one that was holding the reins of the Star Wars Wars ship. And so people people have carved out out periods periods of Star Star Wars that that they're going to focus focus on, on. and And those those periods are effectively self-contained universes that are not interconnected. Or if they are interconnected, they're they're retroactively interconnected interconnected to justify what happens after it. And I think think that that we've seen that that with the the Rise of the First First Order era era of Star Wars. And And what I'm really really annoyed about with sort of this Jon Favreau, Dave Filoni era is that they seem to be spending a lot of time trying to retroactively plug the holes of the sequel trilogy. And you know, if we if we rewind a decade ago, we are talking about how the Clone Wars did that between episodes 2 and 3, but the gaps between 2 and 3 are minuscule compared to what's happened with the sequel trilogies, and how much effort and resources and drainage has gone into just to try to make it retroactively cohesive. Because if I asked who's in charge of Star Wars, I don't think anyone would be able to tell me creatively who's actually responsible for what goes on the screen. Ultimately, Ultimately, Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy is kind of the, the person, person that put to put people point to, you. but I, I don't, don't think for a second that she has anywhere really near the level of investment in the quality control of Star Wars as you would have had maybe previously with, say, Kevin Feige with the MCU in those first three periods.
1: And like they've almost gone back on their own canon, I guess, in a sense. Because my understanding, and putting my real Star Wars nerd hat on, is that (laughs) the story as it was laid out, sort of Force Awakens when that first came out, was we had this massive Battle of Jakku. um, And then after that, the Empire fled into the Unknown Regions and we didn't hear a peep from the Empire until the sequel trilogy started, if that was my recollection Correct. of the way they yep. set up the canon very specifically and now mando was in yeah and then mando started sort of having this imperial remnant um aspect to it which i thought was cool and now we're basically getting heir to the empire so we've almost gone full circle back to the old eu i
2: think the in canon explanation of that would be thrawn and ezra are now in the ends of the galaxy in out the outer rims or whatever you need now and um, if the main action is transported from this inner rim to the end of the galaxy it's not going to be considered wartime for the Coruscant and the Republic-ish area where it's almost like they can just basically not know it has existed. It's Ahsoka taking Mando, Boba, um, Sabine, all of those guys to fight Thrawn and then no one else knows about it. I think that's how you can get away with it.
0: So, yeah. So I'm going to be a bit whole... flippant for one second Um, I, I don't want to spoil Mando Allen even though this season is mostly terrible but no,
1: I don't care it's be... fine Yeah. <laughs> After, After watching, watching
0: the New, new Republic, Republic in this season of Mando, Mando I kind of have, have a new respect, respect for the First Order because, because the New, new Republic <laughs> deserve to get blown up they are so, they are so utterly incompetent, incompetent they that they may as well just be dodos be running towards the nets Sorry guys I'll just be back in one sec keep the conversation going I'll be right back
5: I guess there's the thing with, um, you go back to the old EU and you've got the Imperial Remnant was more Imperial Warlords vying for control of what was left, as where what we've seen in the shows and stuff so far is that they're all kind of working more as a, a cohesive unit rather than being like, Oh well, you've got Warlord Voss or like um even thrawn out in the unknown regions or out near Chiss space, which that'd be cool if they started to bring in the Chiss Ascendancy as an actual thing, but having that they are going back and they're trying to fit in the what became legends continuity. Um But I don't think, I don't think they can do that to make it match up to the sequel trilogy without really changing, honestly, too much of what could, what what would be a cohesive story.
0: But are Are they going to to do that or are are we just just having 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 a a plagius? plagius? Fantasy, fantasy again, again and yeah, we're, we're giving, giving them, them way too much to credit, to for credit for their, their competence.
5: competence. Um, I don't know if it's uh, credit for their competence. I think it's wish more wishful thinking and looking for some way to fit in what may not have been the best Star Wars into a otherwise pretty solid property.
0: Mm. I've (laughs) been (laughs) burned. My heart's
6: heart's been been broken. broken.
2: (laughs) But something that could renew hope or, you know, give us a new hope is uh, that they're uh, going back to the dawn of the Jedi era with that new James Mangold movie. So, look, it's almost like them saying, okay, we'll give you a little bit of sequel stuff, but hey, here's an entirely new era that you can sink your teeth into. Give us another shot. It could work. It might not. But you know what? We're trying something new. So I don't no, even. I don't even believe I
5: don't that
0: movie's, movie's going to get made, man. man. I have you no. Have I have no, no optimism have that that movie is coming out. out. It, I, think I think Star, think Star Wars, Wars has announced, announced ten films in since, since the end of Episode, episode Nine, and only, and only one, one of them is in pre-production production officially, officially, which, which is, is the um, Dave Filoni one. All, All other of the nine, nine films, films haven't made its pre-production, or they've, they've failed, failed in pre-production production stages.
1: Isn't the, isn't the Takeaway T D movie in production? So, so the the, the, the most, most recent quote from
0: Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy on that though, one um, was, was that, that they've put, put Takeaway T D in, in a corner line, and they're and just, just letting him do his own thing. thing. Um, um, which which, which that, that may be true because he's quite an eccentric bloke, and I as I had issues with four three, but. You're, let him let do him his, his own, own thing and see what happens. happens, but, but the, the fact, fact is that the letting him do his things own thing and see what happens, happens is that is actually bettering the Star Wars, Wars universe, universe and the collective story of Star Wars, in which, in which everything, everything is meant to be an instalment that fills out the lore, or are we are kind we of doing, doing you know, this sort, this sort of weird, inconsistent thing where, where depending on who's in charge of that particular property, tonally it's completely different when it's live action. And that's, and that's something, something that I that think is a little bit concerning about Star Wars, Wars, ultimately, is that depending on who's in control, control of it, it totally changes the tone of the property. property. Now, now across, across mediums, I'm okay so with that. that. So, so if, if, it's, it's, animated, animated, cool, if, if it's, it's animated, cool. Or if it's, it's comic or book, cool. cool but, but when, when it, comes it comes to live, to live action, I just feel like there needs to be a consistent tone to how all those films operate and all those stories operate.
4: See, I agree with you there, Reese. but I also think if they're trying to... Know, recover some of the the damage that they've done um i think they just need to scrap the the, ma- the major storyline altogether and just just completely come up with a, with a with a new you know with a, with a with a new story or new character new characters you know a different different galaxy or or what have you just completely stray away and start like they need to start again because because what's happened is it's tainted like the, the skywalker name's tainted and, and it, all that stuff it's it's it feels like again like i like you know i said it before like they flogged that, that that dead horse to to the point of where it's like become you know there's nothing left you know it's 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 cash grabbed enough like if they if they want to resurrect something they need to come up with with some something very unique something different still following along the you know the the generic rules of star wars um however just you know creating something that's that's going to be fresh and, work, and people will be like whoa this is actually actually really good this is you know, this is the Star Wars that we want. Not just like, you want Star Wars? We'll give you lightsabers. We'll give you, you know, all that stuff. It's, I think they need to, to really, you know, <laughs> go back to the drawing board. If, if they, if, I mean, if they're going to get me back, like, like, that's what they're going to have to do. Like, because at this point they've, you know, they, <laughs> they need to send me to therapy or something. They, well, they need to pay for my therapy for it. Because like, because at this point it's, it's really, you know, it it's, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else, what else they can do. But if they, if they start fresh again, I think that might give it, give it, give it something, something, I get following the, following the, gen, the general rules of Star Wars, but like, you know, in a completely different galaxy or, or, or you know, what have, what have you, it, it would really reinvigorate, you know, wow, this is, this is exciting again. And yeah. which, which I, I think has just been missing for forever. All right. No, it's no, a really, it's good, really point. good point. And,
0: and so I just so want to ask to the ask question, question into, into the group. group. Is, is the biggest the big existential risks risk of Star Wars right, Wars right now, now, not the our, our lack of, of interest in the, the quality of it or, or our criticisms of the quality, but, but that Star, Star Wars, Wars doesn't appeal doesn't to 10-year-old, 10-year-old boys. <laughs> because ultimately, because we're ultimately, all going to age out, out of the demographic that they're, they're trying, trying to target. target. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe Alan's probably holding the fort down a little bit more than more the rest of us based on what's behind your shoulder, but... Star, Star Wars, Wars is about, is about selling, selling stuff, it's about, it's about selling, selling merchandise, it's, it's about, about, you know, getting get people into theatres. In the we we are, are not the demographic, demographic anymore that properties get made more. for. We're all oh, heading we'll into, into our 30s. 30s, Brendan's a little bit behind us, but we're all we'll we're heading into 30s. our 30s. I've, I've got, got, you, you know, know obviously Mason is, you know, four weeks old, so he's not the target either, but right now there's nothing in Star Wars that I think actually appeals to 10-year-old boys or, you know. Appeals, appeals to, to children the way it appealed to, us, to when us when we were watching it in, in the '90s with the re-release.
4: Can I just say, like, my mom, right? She told me the first movie she ever watched in the cinemas was um, was was a New Hope. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, it blew her away. Like, like nothing. She'd seen nothing like that before. Like, this was this was just you know, back when whenever it first came out. And she, she, she was she was. Uh, on a school trip and then they, they went there and, and that's all they talked about for the whole bus ride home that's all they talked about for the next two months you know that you know it it, it got them right it, it 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 got into your psyche that this is this is this is amazing this is a whole new world um and if they're not doing that now to to, to attract the next generation um because like my mom took me to see you know to, to to see the prequels you know as a kid you know she, she's like i loved star Wars. you're gonna love star wars too and you know, and you know, it, it, if that doesn't happen, I think you know, if it, you're right. If it doesn't attract the ten year old boy, or or it doesn't, it doesn't have to attract the ten year old boy, like like my mom, my was obviously, you know, um, she, she was in high school at the time, um, and and she loved it because it was something for everybody. It wasn't just saying, you know, we we we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. It's it was just a good movie, um, well written, you know, everything that you need to know in you know, like you know it had good character development, um. I think they need to do something like that if they're gonna if they're gonna save it because because at this point in time I don't think I think everyone's gonna be like ah oh, another Star Wars I'll just, I'll just watch you know uh, some TikToks instead.
1: <laughs> well, oh, I think I mean... as long as our uh, generation. So, oh, that's, all right. that's all right. Sorry, I was just gonna say yeah. Adding to yeah, what what you were saying, Matt. So like my grandfather took my dad to see Star Wars. And that was the first movie he ever saw in the cinema as well. He took me to see the OGs when they were re-released in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I went and saw the prequels with my dad. One day when I have kids, I'll take my kids to whatever Star Wars movie comes out. I'm sure they'll love it. Um, and same with Recent Mason. Like, I'm sure you'll expose him to all the old movies that we used to watch, for example. Like, as long as, you know, our generation is around, there'll be an appreciation and a love for Star Wars, whether we think it's great anymore, whether we think it's shit. They'll, like, Star Wars isn't going anywhere really it's when you know our generation that grew up on that perhaps age out or you know die basically um you know it'd be interesting to see where star wars is in 50 years time whether it's a property that anyone sort of cares about and i think something similar to that was you know the james bond franchise so that was you know 60s and the 70s and 80s was absolutely massive and we got to the point with the Daniel Craig movies where we had to reboot it because basically it had gone off the rails and the interest was starting to wane in the character and the franchise. So, and they managed to successfully do that. So yeah,
0: and then I don't yeah, know what Star Wars, just on yeah, that like though, you're they, saying they... that
1: needs to reinvent itself or... But 007 is a good example, example
0: because, because it lasted five, five films film before they had to, had to reboot it again. again. And so, so it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre one, one with this because like because ultimately Star Wars is episodes one through to nine. Is the, Is the interest, interest ever going to be going there again for episode, episode 10, 10, 11, and 12? Like, like will, will we ever get a mainline trilogy of, trilogy of films that will stand up, up against their previous nine? Or has, has the, way the way that the the market, market has changed, has changed so, much so much that there's no incentive for Disney to actually do that? that. Or is Disney even capable anymore of producing content that would have that level of impact that, you know, Episodes 4, 5 and 6 did on us when it was re-released in the 90s? And I just, I, I'm just not optimistic that that capability or that calibre or that appetite is there in Disney, and I definitely don't think it's there to try to attract boys either. I just don't see Disney doing that overtly anymore.
4: I don't think it's going to happen, very I, I just, I just don't think it's going to happen, and and it's not going to happen because, one, you know, the the interest is is not really there as much as it used to be anymore. Um, but two, like, you know, who want, who wants to keep? Like, I mean, it will still sell and it'll still it will still make money as, as they as they always do. As like, wow, look at that! But it, for me, it's just an avatar film now. Like, you know, it's just like, look at the graphics, the gra- Oh my god, the graphics! You know, oh my god, the special effects! You know, it's. It, it, it's a movie of no substance of, of oh, Did you see that lightsaber fight? Wow, that was so cool. You know, there's there's no there's no you know feeling for the characters like like out of all the characters, I wanted all the characters to die in the in the in the last three movies. Like I, I wanted the, I wanted them to all get like you know, get forced ghosted to, to hell. Like I, I, I you know I I I had no. Well, they pretty, pretty much, much did deal, actually. actually. Like yeah, they, almost they almost did. did.
0: Yeah. There's not it's many like, left over after that. It's the most
1: egregious thing. Yeah, the most egregious thing about the sequel trilogy is the fact that we never got a single scene with Luke, Han, and Leia together in the one room, even having a two-minute conversation. Like, who the hell thought that was a good idea? Like, that honestly grinds my gears. Like, the worst part of the whole thing.
4: Who the hell thought it was a good idea to have Rey, you know, go and hug Leia, someone that she's never met in her entire life, walk straight past Chewie? I'm like, that is, like, what? Yeah. But Like, how, how do you sign off on that? Like, how is that yeah. how, is, how is that even possible? You know, there was there, no, no logical sense.
5: Is it wrong that, and I cannot <laughs> believe I'm saying this, the best character in the last Star Wars movie was C-3PO? <laughs> because, and even still, it doesn't particularly make sense for him, that when he's like, getting plugged in and they're yeah. going to scan his brain yeah, or yeah. use him as a projector or whatever they did. And he has the, the, a sad, the, heartfelt moment.
0: The little, like, the, like MacGuffin plot, plot device, device that they had, they had to invent, invent in order to move it move forward. forward, yeah. Oh, no, no you, You're 100% and, right, that's the, the only time that guy's ever acted and had any impact, impact for me was, was actually that, that scene. scene. But, but the problem, the problem is, is that like, like he's yeah, looking at everyone looking around, around him, and him and he's like, I, I want to have, have one, one last, last look, look at, at all my friends. friends. And I'm like, I'm like, mate, you've been you on screen, screen with, with them for like, like 12 minutes over three minutes. movies. <laughs> yeah, like, there is no, no relationship, relationship between, anyone between anyone in this, in this room. I don't know, man.
6: Yeah,
4: there was like no character development. Uh, actually there was she became the most powerful Jedi known to man um, all, all, all of a sudden and it was just like wow can can like move rocks and shit and just like can do all that sort of stuff like yeah. you know just just because um, I, I I wanted them all to, to burn I wanted them I, I just I, I was I actually got to the point where I was, like, I was like I hope they kill the characters off like like they mean nothing to me you know, and when you're saying that about the protagonists you know in a you know in a in in any movie you know you're in trouble
0: yeah, uh, yeah and they they, they basically lord, the lord Voldemort lord, palpatine you know, you know whatever yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever Horcrux he, had he had developed that kept him alive after episode after 6, episode I, remember six. Like I remember like, like the just the, 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 the um like, like the, the, the arrogance, arrogance going, going into, into episode, into episode eight, 8 and 9 i can't remember, I remember which which writer, which writer it was, was but it was one, one of them of had the, a is that one of the star wars celebrations and he was wearing a t-shirt saying that um like, like, our, our plagiarism theory, theory is better than better your... Sorry, our, our Snoke Stoke theory is better than your Snoke, Snoke theory, or whatever, whatever it was. There's this real arrogance with sort of the production crew. crew. And, and then, then you get, get to, to episode nine, 9, and they're literally, they're like, literally like, well, well we're, we're going, going to, to un-write, unwrite the rules of Star, Star Wars where death, death, doesn't death doesn't actually mean death. death and bet you didn't see Palpatine coming back. That's a surprise. Look at how clever we are. It's just such lazy, That's the thing with Star Wars,
5: isn't it? Well, okay, so you, you have not a body. If you don't see a body, they didn't die. <sighs> the 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 problem,
0: the problem with that is that he's, that he's pretty, pretty much defi- he is pretty definitively killed when he goes, goes into, into the Death Star. Star. Like, like at, like at like the end, end of episode six, six there, was there was no one, no one going, one "Oh shit, no I wonder if Palpatine survived that." that. Like, like thirty, 30 years, years no, no one ever questioned that Palpatine was actually dead at the end of Return to Jedi. Star Wars brings it back episode nine or Disney brings it back because they literally did not have a better protagonist after they let Ryan Johnson kill Stoke. They just didn't have anything better. So I think why... Kylo
2: would have been a really good antagonist. I think that what's what Ryan was trying to set up that, Hey, let this dude be a full antagonist. we've gotten the acting caliber for it. We've got the menace. We've got the family guilt, that dynamic with Ray let him be the full antagonist so they I, I don't think they needed to bring back palpatine i i liked what i got off palpatine but kylo should have been uh,
6: the, 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 performance the performance was cool was but yeah. the performance was only there
0: because of the, the position that they put themselves in because their lack of planning and i you know it would have been kylo like uh, adam driver was the best thing about sequel trilogy and even the worst aspect of every one of those movies he was the best thing on screen that entire time Sorry, not, not criticising drivers, driver's performance, or, any, or really any of the actor's performances for the most the part, part, but they, because they, of how poorly planned, planned it was, they soured the relationship the, the that the new generation of Star Wars, Star Wars fans should have. have. And I just, I just don't think that primary school age children who are, are going, going to carry, carry Star Wars, Wars forward are invested in it. it. I don't don't think think it cut cut through or it resonates with them. them. And And it barely barely resonates with us, and my question question is who the hell is it resonating for? for. It's 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 all all well and good that we have these sort of 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 like like highbrow, cerebral, really deep deep sort of, you know, let's turn animated stories live action or let's turn books from the 80s or 90s live action. That's great, but that appeals to us. But we're not going to be the paying customers for much longer for these properties. And it, it kind of like it's really sad. Like you know, Mason's probably, probably never going to see a Star Wars, Star Wars episode 10. ten. Like that's, that's probably, probably not going to happen. happen. What will might end up happening happen is, is we'll have these have sort, of sort of standalone movies, movies and they'll sort of we'll see how, how successful Rey and, and Grogu are together Grogu and their team up across the galaxy. But, but I don't like, think we will, we will get another ten, eleven, and twelve.
4: They shouldn't do it. Like, and I'm being honest. Like they they shouldn't they shouldn't do it. They're really already heard it enough like you're gonna have to start completely start a whole new if you want to do a whole new trilogy well but don't make it related just just do it just do something different because you know they've they've already you know kind of shit the bed so uh, i i think just just if you if you want to if you want to you know regain regain some something that's the way you're gonna
6: do
0: it sorry paul you've been very
3: quiet for like 40 40 minutes minutes. Apologies, Apologies (laughs) mate
0: How are you Don't going over there?
3: Over there. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I've I, not seen any of this shit. So, um, <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah,
0: no. <laughs> no, awesome. All right, guys. Well, we're coming up to about an hour of recording now. Um, as much as I'd love to stop the conversation, I'm conscious that we could probably keep going on with this for quite a while, and most of you have... Other, other things, things to, do to do at some, some point, point, but I'm happy. I'm happy, to, I'm happy, to, happy keep to keep going. Everyone's, Everyone's comfortable. comfortable. Otherwise, happy, happy to, start to start closing, closing up. up. Um, um, how's, how's everyone, everyone feeling? feeling?
5: No, I can keep going. I actually was hoping we could get to maybe what else did we uh get wrong from 2015 or thereabouts?
0: Okay, okay. cool. cool. Alright, all I'm, I'm happy, happy Julian. You're, you're all, all good. Yeah, I'm happy Should to keep going. Go. I've got one yeah. absolutely. Not awesome. awesome.
5: Bar- a bonus with most most of us probably having tomorrow off, so that's uh, lucky.
1: Thanks, Jesus.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, um, some other few things thing that happened, happened in twenty fifteen. Um, um, uh, Trump, Trump became, became the Republican, Republican presidential nominee, which was very, very exciting. exciting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, was it's that twenty fifteen?
0: That was, was twenty fifteen. Um, yeah,
4: because you won in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh. Tony, uh, Tony no, Abbott well, was prime minister. No, no,
3: I, I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hamm- like, well like yeah. Like for that, like I think I think I think Tony Abbott what? He got sworn into office September twenty thirteen. But but for Trump, <laughs> like he ran in twenty fifteen. Uh I think in July twenty sixteen is when both parties like sort of like say who's gonna go in and then they have like those debates for four months. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. But no, uh, twenty fifteen, yeah. That
0: yeah, so 20 2016 is the actual. You Canada. sure about that? Yeah, it's, it's usually the year before the election. So, really? Yeah. yeah so so the because Trump, Trump Trump got in, in what October 2016 or sorry 2016. Uh, November 2016, um, and he would have been the he would have been the presidential candidate for at least 12 months before then. So I was being a little bit facetious with the dates, Paul, but thank you for, thank, you, thank for you for calling me out on that out, one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, so um, uh, right, cool. All right, all
0: right, we, might we might just go, go around, around there and, and sort of, sort of flesh, flesh this out a little bit more. bit more. I might, I might, Brendan, you, you sort of kicked it off. What were some other, other sort of big things in 2015 that, sort of, looking back on, on it, you got wrong?
5: Oh, jeez, where do I start? I usually never get anything right. Um, surprisingly, and even kind of knowing the direction the, the game industry was heading i don't think anybody saw it ex- either i I don't think anybody saw the issues exploding and becoming as prevalent as they did as quickly as they did sorry guys i've just got um, to feed mason
0: um, so i'm just going to do, that, to do that, while that while we're doing this we'll i'll be back, be in, back a in a minute
5: so the whole thing with um well the, the big the big, uh, one in the room is loot boxes and microtransactions. While they were still fairly big, or even just kind of... They were integrated as kind of core mechanics or core parts of games. I don't think people saw them being attached so much to the live service and almost the pay to win kind of thing because they did kind of between twenty twelve and twenty sixteen. They were kind of more as the hey if you want to spend a bit extra money to have some cool stuff that just actually is for you or just actually enhances your experience. Um but then we saw very quickly that so much of get or so much of a game was being cut out or split, and it was behind paywall after paywall. Um, and I mean, I don't get the, I don't play as many uh, online games as say Alan or Reese or even Julian, but I'm sure you guys would have seen it a lot more than than I would have.
6: Hmm. Yeah, and
2: in those games that appeal to kids, it can be a touch predatory. Uh, I, I don't think it's morally incorrect microtransactions, but the argument can be made that if there's a lot of kids playing the game, perhaps there is value in limiting the amount they can actually spend
5: in-game. Well, how how many times do you see an article where you've got parent's credit card and spent two thousand pounds on fifa or um star wars battlefront 2 will take you like 800 hours of grinding to unlock darth vader or you could just buy him for basically double the price of the game on launch day Uh, we we just kept seeing it time and time again and with more frequency
4: See for me, like microtransactions and stuff, should be like, it should add to the game. Like, for, like for example, like I don't know if you guys have played Breath of the Wild, right? The, the game is freaking huge. Like, it's massive, right? It's 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 mm. it's a phenomenal game. Like, it's one of probably the best games I've ever played, and I still haven't one hundred of it. And, and then you've got the option to to expand the game like like if you've finished everything you can do you can do some more quests and and things like for me if you want to do a transaction that's probably one way to do it but not not freaking like how everybody else is doing oh we're going to charge you to get to get a character that's going to cost you xyz uh but anyway reese's uh brought in um his new uh, his new little guy hey, there he is we have a special uh, guest we do have a very special guest we have a very, a special person person? Have a
0: very hungry special himself? guest yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> So, if it starts, starts to get too to loud, um, I'll, 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 I'll move my mic up.
1: Uh, are you laxating, race, or how does it work? <laughs> uh, why is, why that, is funny?
6: that funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's <2023, laughs> you might just well be, Alan. I didn't realise
0: we're in this type of audience <laughs> and community. <laughs>
5: um, <laughs> to quickly get away from that topic... Um, one thing that i did not see coming at all um the pokemon games have dlc yeah that has um yeah that that has been honestly the biggest change i i think anyone could have thought for for that property um because we were so used to every couple of years and then it basically got to every year maybe two you get a new mainline game now it's pretty much every six months you're getting a game and then what would be essentially half of a new game then you're getting a new game then you're getting half of a new game um and i don't think anybody saw after say the the ds and 3ds era of pokemon I don't think anybody saw just how underdeveloped those games could be. I know that um, with the latest releases, and I say this as, what, they came out in November, Scarlet and Violet were practically unplayable the first week. um, Between bugs and glitches and just the game honestly not being even what you would think a pokemon game should launch like if it had problems um to the point where i started it up uh pretty recently say january after it had a bunch of updates and i still just have no drive to play it and i've played every pokemon game since like i've played all of them i've collected them all um my wife has collected them all we we have Multiple versions of the same game sitting on a shelf, but the new ones just they don't do it. And other than the competitive side of the Pokemon games, I don't see anyone playing them. Hmm. It is um,
2: confusing why they don't spend a lot of money to make like a proper like triple A version of Pokemon. It could be their most profitable franchise out there with the right developer. I'm, I'm not sure why they've just started for, you know, double A developers like what in the Is that what they call Brendan?
5: Uh so you've got Game Freak are the actual mm. developers of Pokemon. Um then we we had the wildly successful Pokemon Go, um which was really funny when uh the the pandemic hit and it was Pokemon stay at home. Um, <laughs> So, so they literally got rid of the whole go outside aspect of the game so you could play it from your couch. Um, and they've started to have to dial back those features to essentially get their geotagging, geocache, uh, data gathering game going back. Um, but I think the thing with the Pokemon franchise in general is it's. A big money maker because it is a multimedia platform. You've got the card game, you've got action figures, plushies, TV shows, OVAs or movies, and then the games. So, they know that the games will hook people, and then they can make their money and spend their Mm. budgets on the peripheries. I'd imagine Um, those trading cards, the
0: proper proper margins, margins and those things would be insane. insane.
5: Well, yeah, and especially, um, oh, sorry, sorry. Paul, if Hasbro... No. Oh,
6: sorry,
5: sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, especially if, uh, Hasbro, and I'm not sure how aware you guys are of it, but, um, Big Papa Hasbro, as in Hasbro the, the toy making or toy trademark company, um, own Pokemon. They own the distribution rights for the Pokemon trading card game and, like, essentially the publishing rights. They also own um, Magic the Gathering, and we saw with Magic the Gathering that um, once Wizards of the Coast got bought out by Hasbro, we saw statements from Hasbro being like, we're going to triple our revenue in the next two years, and that led to a lot of, here are all these special editions saturating the market with at one point i think there's 13 different versions of one card and most of them are all worth nothing except for one that's worth like two grand um and we see that with pokemon well actually we see the opposite with the trading card game for pokemon which is they're not afraid to re-release old cards that are worth money like you know Everybody and uh, every YouTuber and their mum seems to have this first edition foil Charizard, and they've got a whole frame of it on their wall. But with the Pokemon games, they're not afraid to be like, "This is a game for kids." Um, yeah, here's a box set special edition thing for like twenty bucks, and hey, look—you essentially have doesn't say first edition, but it's still a foil Charizard, and it's the exact same card, and a lot of kids will spend money on that because they've played the games and they want more and then another surprising thing which i don't think any of us ever thought that the pokemon tv show would ever end but uh big news ash is no longer the main character of pokemon he's retiring, I guess or he's he's done, he's finally given up being a Pokemon trainer and all the characters have gone their separate ways and I honestly didn't think that'd be a thing I'd see in my lifetime I thought, you know God, my grandkids would be watching Ash as a 10 year old boy
6: Has
0: Misty aged age Jet
5: Because <laughs> 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 I re-watched Pokemon about a decade ago and I'm like, oh, that's um
0: <laughs> Even, even when, when I was, I was 20, 20, I'm like, that's, like that's probably a, little, a little, little bit creepy, creepy guys.
6: guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Matt, so um, Matt, what's something that, sort of, thinking back, back to
0: 2015, that you got wrong? Like, like, sort of what, what you thought, thought, how you how thought, things, you thought things, things were going to go in, go in go the future? <laughs> maybe, maybe even in the car front, I'd be curious, sort of, what you think about, sort of, from, like, an automobile perspective.
4: Well, besides my relationship, the... Um no,
5: I'm kidding.
4: Uh, <laughs> that is dark. Oh that's sorry. Yeah, it yeah,
5: oh. took me a while to get that one. Um the uh the
4: EV space, the game that's now we're currently in, um is oh, uh it's we're we're in a and, and we're in a weird spot, um especially with the SUVs and and, and everything and uh like like that, for example, now that the biggest seller's... I'll rephrase. The, the most amount of cars that are sold in this country are SUVs and um, uh, you know uh, dual cab Utes and the it's just a weird sensation to see that everywhere you go is just full of SUVs and and you know, and these dual cab Utes, which are not which are very expensive. SUVs have virtually no off roading capabilities, um, and the people that do buy the ones with the off roading capabilities never never take a car off road. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, it kind of defeats the purpose, but you know we you know people still think that bigger is, is better. Um, in 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 that in that instance, so uh, I didn't expect them to be as prevalent as they are today. Uh, like you know the hot hatchback segment's gone, the sedan segment's gone. You know stuff cars that we thought would never lose are you know dwindling. Um, it's it's just a whole. I guess it's what the market wants, what the what the market kind of likes. So. Why would car companies make cars for, uh, for um, you know, for for, for certain people that you know I'm going to sell? Like, I started my podcast in 2016, and and it, back then we were like, oh yeah, you know, these cars are going to be around forever, and how wrong we were, you know? Like the, the the I think one of the biggest changes was Tesla uh, coming into the game, um, and really kind. Of, I mean, Tesla's been around for a while now, but like really stepping it up about 2016, 2017. Um, and, you know, bringing all these different models out for quite affordable prices um, and, fi- you know, feeding the, uh, the industry, uh, you know, not lies, but basically, oh, we're greener, but uh, batteries are terrible to make. Um, where are you where are you getting the power for your electric cars is still from fossil fuels. So, um, I, I think the system's a bit flawed, but, you know, it's I guess it's kind of what everyone wants to... It's it's like the same thing with, with the with the dual cabutes and everything. The perception of sitting higher and being more safe. Ah, the perception of buying a green uh, you know electric cars being more green. It's um, we're not there yet, especially in terms of a uh, in terms of a infrastructure kind of kind of landscape yet. Um, we we're still we're still we're still a, a, you know a world away, um, and especially in Victoria because we're you know we're the California of, of Australia um, uh, basically. <laughs> Uh, we uh, now there's no real incentive to buy an electric car in Australia because, especially in Australia, you've got the no. uh, the uh, you're, I think you're paying twenty something cents a uh, something cents a kilometre uh, for road tax in an electric car. So you've got to t- take photos of your of your dashboard cluster and, and send it into VicRoads every year. Um, you're know, kidding, uh, right? Luxury, no, no As well, that is absolute hundred uh, percent truth. My friend's registration, oh, yeah. my friend's registration, got cancelled the other day. Uh, he's got Oi. a Tesla. Uh, and they're like oh you didn't you didn't submit your uh your thing to pay for your road tax usage because like they're not getting it from from the fuel excise so they're getting it from uh they're getting it from from this so there really is no incentive Good to cars. buy an electric car in australia Crazy. can go, i just i might, be, might wrong be wrong about, about
0: this in eight, in eight years time, time but, but my my, my prediction, prediction is, is that um the government, government is, going is going to start rationing your ability, your ability to recharge your car in the future as well, as well if you plug in at home I've got I've a, got, I've got a suspicion that that's something that they're, that they're going, going to, to charge you a black fortune to, to be able to charge your home, to charge your, home, home, oh, to charge to charge your, your car privately.
4: privately. Dude, we're, we're already, we're already talk, like we've been talking about that on, on the show for for a while now. Like, one of the guys on the show's got two Teslas. He's, he's really into, the, he's big into, big in the EV game, and um, and even he's, he's like to me, he's always like, yeah, it's, it's going to be, an, it's going to be an interesting, interesting, especially with with everything, you know, the rise of um, you know, you know, electricity and and all those mm. things at home you weigh it up and you know it's plus you are paying the, the the 20 cents a kilometer tax and xyz you're not really saving a great deal and if not it maybe in a couple of years is going to even out to be the same as combustion engines so um which is completely insane if you if you think about it when when the world's like oh we're, we're going to try to be green we're going to get rid of all, all you know internal combustion engines etc etc um i dude I'm not against by any means i'm not against uh, electric cars I, th- I think they're great I've, I've, I've driven many electric cars like a tesla I, I drove a model three performance um 2.8 seconds to 100 something like it was just it was stupid you felt sick in the car because it was it was that oh, i've never been, in, hmm. never been in a car that, that launched that hard uh, and, I, and i've been in some really fast cars in in, in, in my time um like i i get it I, I i totally understand how you know how how they how they they're really you know really efficient in, in that in that aspect uh, one we don't have the infrastructure here yet two no. two the, the the incentives are really like uh, i think you get 3 grand off if you buy a if you buy a brand new ev <laughs> you're paying that back anyway to, to with with the with, with the um, with the ev tax on 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 your on your on your usage it's it's just it's it's insanity like uh, another friend of mine's got a they they bought a tesla um and they've and they've already spent a thousand dollars this year in, in, in charging it. Yeah. And, and, and by all means, like they're using it a lot and, you know, and, and that and that kind of makes sense. But, um, you know, it's, yes, you're, what you're wondering is, is electricity the answer? Is, is our electric cars the answer? And everyone's like, oh yeah, they're the answer. But I honestly don't think they are. Like, if, if you're really, if you're really fair income about like, you know, breaking down your, um, your, uh, what's it called? Um, your carbon footprint and stuff like you know honda have had you know hydrogen powered cars since the, the mid 2000s you know the, the, uh, and they just emit water vapor you know like they like they're you know and hydrogen's in the air it's free it's you, you, you get it from the air you know uh, to be fair you have to you have to you know, you know create it into into a different form to to put it into a car but um you know for me that, that i thought that would be the answer because it's 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 clean it's it's efficient um e85 it's it's another renewable renewable resource that that it, it burns cleaner um it's just corn juice at the end of the day and and a lot mm. of cars y- you can convert virtually any petrol car to to e85 if you really wanted to um some cars you can buy already with a flex fuel system in there um it burns quicker you do use more of it but again it's a more it's it's a it's a it's a higher ethanol uh rating and it's, it's more more efficient um i i honestly don't think i think it's it's an excuse to try and seem cleaner, um, but but it's not. Um, and to put it in perspective, Australia's not not ready to move there yet because like we, <laughs> uh, I was reading I was reading an article today about we've actually taken step like backward steps in our in with our with our carbon emissions because we're buying so many SUVs and and dual cabutes. Oh, nice. Um, so <laughs> so we're actually uh, we're actually. We're are one of the only countries in the world that's going backwards in that in that in that aspect, which which I find hilarious, and I find that I find, I actually laughed. I was reading, I was pissed, I pissed myself laughing. Um, but again, it's just showing, you know, that we don't have the infrastructure here yet. But I also think that we us us as Aussies are like, you know, what we we we're not thinking that, you know, electric cars are the answer. Hmm. Sorry, guys. I I know I know I rambled on a bit there, but <laughs> that's,
3: that's oh, kind of no no no. That was good.
5: No, it's funny too, cause just touching on that, like, I mean, I, I mean, even now I pretty much live in the country, but, um, even out this way, it was always, you need, you know, a ute for the farm and a car to go into town and then maybe another car. Even out this way, people have got hybrids, electrics, and there's nothing like, they're, they're in an area that doesn't benefit much from having one, but I mean, I've got a hybrid sitting in my driveway, and it's an imported hybrid. On top of that, like, it if I didn't need a a big double dual cab yet. Ute for work, I'd be driving one of those. Like, and I mean, I'm I'm a petrol head. I've been around classic cars and stuff like that my entire life. I never thought there'd be a day where I'd even sit in a hybrid, let alone have one in my driveway. So that has been a very, a very big shift that has happened in, say, the past ten years.
4: Um, I would, I would totally agree with you there. Uh, I, I think, um, I think, the fact that, like, I think we've reached peak combustion, like peak, peak, you know, internal combustion at, at the moment. Like the, the engines that, that we produce oh, these at days. center, you'd say. <laughs> No, but like but like they're, they're so efficient right like, like they they make great power they're you know they're out of small engines they're they're all full, virtually every car you can you can get forced induction which means it's got a, either a turbo or supercharger um you know it, they're they're very efficient in the way they make power and they and they're fuel efficient and, and 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 the lights but 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 i also think that like for example like a dual cab u it's just a, it's just a statement of his, oh you know i drive a ranger or i drive a Hilux. they're actually terrible you can't the 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 back tubs you can't fit nothing in them like they're, they're they're actually quite small for what for what you for what you get like if you, if you look at like a falcon ute or like a commodore ute mm. or even old hilux like a two-door ute the beds are massive you can fit everything in there like uh, um in ranges they've got you know they've got the the, the 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 not the drawer like the closed thing at the top i don't know what what, what it's called but oh like, like
5: the, the roller canopy the roller canopy, canopies yeah. on it yeah
4: you can't fit nothing in these cars like it, it's just it, essentially it's a big wanky you know get out of my way i drive a i drive a dual cab ute you know kind of kind of thing When at the end of the day a an old a fal- u falcon ute would be more would would fit more would be more kind yeah. of usable and you know, be less inverted commas, harmful on, on to the environment so so for me that it's just um i think it's a mentality thing and i also think um i also think elect like, you know, electric. While well, they, they're they pushing the agenda of oh, it's the answer, I think I think we're still not there yet.
5: Hmm. Yeah, for sure.
6: I yeah, guess right.
5: uh, while while Reese is uh, taking care of Mason quickly, Paul, what's um, what's something that you didn't quite see that would happen since about twenty
3: fifteen? I think I got everything right.
5: You know, I was,
3: uh, I, think, I, think, I think I had all my bases covered. I said everything would get worse and it has. So, um, yeah, no, no, no. Look, I, I think, I think like all these kids in their bedrooms who would play games, get paid for it. I never thought that that would blow up as big as it did. Um, yeah, that was crazy, you know. And that was even before COVID, you know, like these. Um, and then, and then, and then on top of that, there's even people who I don't think are that uh, funny, likable, or even. Uh, for the games I play, that good, and they're still like bringing in these these huge numbers because um, somehow they're good at being people who can market themselves, and uh, they can probably get people to their stream, and they can feel that they're sort of like a part of a club or something or a family, like you know. So, so like for that and stuff, I I um, have. Uh, for uh, all, all those people who actually do like, you know, see streams and stuff and have like favorite streamers. I'd I'd like to see what these people's uh, lives are like and see if uh, they, they actually have people that care about them. Cause I don't think they do. So that's why they need to find like an online dad or an online girlfriend. And they'll just, Hey, that, Oh, look.
5: That oh, that Hey, look, the some girl, girl who's.
3: Yeah. 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 And then, and then, and then, and then it went into the hot tub streaming shit during COVID and um. Yeah, no, that 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 shit just festered. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, like for that stuff, it's huge. Um, I think one thing uh, that actually helped it is Jeff Bezos. What like when did he buy Twitch? What like two two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen, maybe? Um, I, I think I think that that probably had something to do with it, you know. And then when there's like someone in there who, yeah, like for that guy and stuff, like he's um, he's like a guy who's yeah, like for that and stuff. Like he's like that rich and stuff. And he certainly didn't didn't get that rich by like buying like ten things in a row. They just got lucky. Like he knows what he's doing. So mm. yeah, the fact that they sort of like acquired it and he's got people around it, I think that they did a very good job of uh, basically just being this huge platform, you know, where um where yeah, for that and stuff like they don't actually have people that work for him. I guess that stream is what like they'd sort of be like contractors, I guess. So uh yeah, like they're sort of workers that that they have for that. And then and then from that like on top of that as well and stuff there was actually um yeah shit, like something during COVID, I think like a case study that they had where um where if you're a big company and you get on someone's stream you can actually send things to them and how much of that that they actually just been on ads for example like they don't have to um do that much like there was some guy who streams I, I don't know um who the guy was but I think it was Burger King, uh, they sent him a chat message and they donated $5. And I think he was streaming to like 13,000 people. And then he made this big video just like, hey guys, like I got like an app by like Burger King. And then what, like, so they spent $5 on that messaging to show like that message to 13,000 people. And then on top of that, just hundreds of thousands of people who saw like him actually make it into like a video and everything at like, and then, and then for that, like that's like, like for what they put into it, what they got back out, like that's just like huge, I think, you know? So um, yeah, so yeah, no, like I thought, I thought that as far as like the online space, I don't think that people would like sort of take that and run with it. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's been like, huge to see and it's been I, horrifying as well.
5: Yeah. I guess um, expanding on that even more, did, did anybody expect OnlyFans to be a thing? Like, we're, we've we've touched on streaming we, we kind of have to touch on only fans did anyone i was about to say anything? OnlyFans. oh please I, go i didn't, didn't
1: see it, it being a thing but then when you put like boobs and monetization in the same sentence it's like why wasn't it a thing beforehand like in all honesty um but yeah obviously while they're successful well, so if well, you've well, got only, the stuff, go for it, girls. Well, things like oh,
0: OnlyFans only has you know, existed it's in it's in in various <laughs> forms. Ellen, before. Ellen,
5: resident ex- expert on OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> well, like, <laughs> like, Bar- OnlyFans Bar- only fans has existed in various, various forms before. before. Like you had, you had webcam girls, girls, which was quite a big thing for a decade or, a decade or so. so. What, what OnlyFans only did was it combined Patreon with that, and so. All OnlyFans only really fans is basically is just Patreon just for sex or for porn. That there's no real, there's nothing, there's nothing really that's really that, that sort of new, new about, about it. it? What, what I, f- I think, think has been interesting about OnlyFans only fans though, that are and about, about, that about that sort of monetization of, you know, branding yourself online, is, is the more the people, people that have ended up, end up using, using it, the less, less impactful it ends up becoming. And so So if if you you look look at the monetization monetization, in terms of how much money people are actually generating from those sorts of platforms, and YouTube's enough one, TikTok, and even Twitch for that matter, it is such a a tiny percentage percentage of people that can actually make any money from any of these services. And in 2015, to tie that back, I genuinely thought that there would have been more opportunity for people. It, It became brutally apparent sort of in the years since then of just how ruthless these sort of services will become of who can actually stand out on them.
4: Yeah, I mean, my OnlyFans account hasn't been doing too well recently. Um,
5: <laughs> I don't really try, try and. I'm sorry, it's be... been rough the past couple of months. I had to unsub.
4: Man, I, I knew it was you. I, it's I awesome, a full I lost, I lost, I lost, I
5: lost, I lost one of
4: my only two people I had. So. I
1: think that with OnlyFans, I agree with what you're saying, though, Reese. But I think um, while you may have, you, know, you may have opinions on the people that do OnlyFans accounts, I think the concept of OnlyFans has made it almost more. Socially or culturally acceptable to do what is happening on those OnlyFans videos. Like, I think Cam Girls, like you were talking about, there was still a lot of stigma attached to it. And I guess there is still to OnlyFans as well, but it's more of a mainstream. Like, if a guy pulled out his phone and says Yeah, I'm a subscriber to a, a, a performer on OnlyFans, you wouldn't go, Oh, like, you go, Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's social stigma. I, 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 I would have thought it would have been a lot. Greater, it's just an extension with with the, the of with Instagram. <laughs>
4: so you, you go, right,
0: go. Oh, also, oh, so I was just gonna so say, like, so it, it, it's it's just, just an extension to following, following on Instagram. Instagram. You know, the the, uh, I was just the, the, the only, differentiation only differentiation is the monetization, the monetization that you do. do but but realistically, realistically, you know, Instagram made it's, made its bread and butter, butter off influencers, influencers harping their wares on the platform. So really, it's just the natural next step of that of sort of brand influence and personal branding, particularly for women.
4: Well, I'll put it this way. I had, at my last school, I, w- I worked at um, uh, one of one of my year one of my year twelves. I was teaching, uh, we had like an inter-school sports day, and, and some other kids from another school came to came to my school, and and they were like, "Oh my god, it's her!" And uh, and you know, I I didn't, had no idea what, what they were talking about. Uh, it turns out she had like sixty thousand followers on on Instagram or something, and she's and she's, she's like inter- you, should have, you should have uh, probably
0: started with <laughs> Instagram for that one <laughs> then.
4: Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, Instagram. I, thanks, I, I, thanks. I'll, well, I'll sort that I'll, out in the uh, edit. i
0: really move that. that. Only
1: fans. I was like, "That's awkward." <laughs> uh,
6: <yeah.
4: laughs> uh, yeah. well, put it this way: she, she was getting she, she was turning turning away companies from saying, you know, "Can you take a photo with our stuff? We'll give you all free stuff." But she was turning them away. I think I think it's, I think um, OnlyFans has become like a like a. It's kind of like a, um, you know, all, Instagram kind of brought in the whole you know Instagram model kind of thing, and, and it's, a, it's a sentence you know, like, Oh, you you're an Instagram model. And then they've taken it to the next step of becoming, you know, saying, "Well, I can make money off this. I can, uh, you know, uh, why the hell not?" And you know, and it's it's kind of really, um, it's got no real stigma behind. it. It's like, "Oh yeah, you're an Instagram model. You're an influencer. You you, you do this. You do that." It's like, "Oh cool, you're making money off it. Go you. You know, well, well well done." And and I think that the fact that it's happened on Instagram, which is which is a service that you know that that everybody's on, you know, like that, you know, that and by everybody I mean like you know, if you're into for example for me all, all, all automotive pages they're, they're on there and um you, you know food and and um shopping and you know traveling what have you it's all on there i think that it's kind of made it easier for that next progression of OnlyFans fans to to really happen so,
2: so hey, I think uh, that... matt I'm, I'm just asking for a friend but what was her name the, the lady <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll, uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you after the show yeah.
0: <laughs> um, um... So, but so, one but of the one of, of the one curious of the, things is just just sort of thinking, thinking about, about where our stuff is heading going, going forward is forward so. I'm not I'm sure, sure. Has, has anyone seen like, like the AI, AI OnlyFans fans stuff? stuff? It's, oh, oh so Julian so it's just... just yeah. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if I could say no. Um, <laughs> does, your friend, does your friend know about
4: that Julian?
0: So one of the curious things is happening with only with sorry with AI is <laughs> picture um, generation and you know, your ability ability to put put prompts prompts into AI AI generators to then basically basically produce imagery of whatever you want. So naturally naturally people people are experimenting with porn. porn. Now, two (laughs) parts parts to that. that. Part Part one is there's uh, a loose loose age descriptor descriptor for what it will generate. generate. And so there's this this whole whole, like like, really really nasty subtext that this is is like the next sort of frontier for like Pedophilic porn and, porn and underage, porn, underage porn, is porn is going to be AI generated AI art. So that's, that's a whole other fucking weird conversation. conversation. But, but in terms, in terms of, of like the OnlyFans stuff, what they're, what they're effectively doing is that they're pairing a type, type of, of person in a customer to a particular, a particular type of AI generated, generated caricature. Character. But there's also a, a chatbot, chatbot component with it as well. And so, so the customer, customer is getting, getting what they, they want by requesting it from this, from this AI, AI generator, radar, but they're, they're also talking, talking to an AI bot as though, it's, as though it's a real, a real woman. woman. So it's like, so it's this, like really this really sort of like almost dystopian, dystopian, type, dystopian type sci-fi thing, thing of people, people literally falling in love with holograms, holograms or, like or like sex robots. Sex it's That's, that's basically, basically where it's heading at this point, which is really curious.
5: I mean, this kind of thing has... Kind of existed before with, like, dating sim games and stuff where you, you yeah, pick yeah. your waifu and you do certain actions and then, oh, you get the happy ending where they hold hands or something. <laughs> like, but I think this, the this the is the next more. step. You, you <laughs> joke, but that, that exists in more dating sims than I'd like to admit. Um <laughs> i've I've played my fair share, let's be honest. Um, but I, I think the the AI side of things for this kind of there are some benefits that you can see from it. You can see that there may be people with like high levels of social anxiety or people that just struggle to even just have conversations with people outside. Or, like, interact with people prop well, maybe not properly, but interact in more normally accepted ways. And there are benefits that you can use with this kind of thing where they can help build up a person's confidence a little bit, they can help kind of learn to read cues and stuff like that. And not necessarily for like romantic intent, even just for day to day conversation. Um, but unfortunately like like most technology, um, it always gets skewed towards porn, so yeah, sorry,
0: I didn't see, did see that happening that in twenty fifteen.
3: <laughs> 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 no, no. Uh
2: Julian. Ah, uh, I did not think that K pop would be this big internationally.
3: Uh, my God. Uh, that yeah, yeah that's amazing.
6: Yeah. yeah, it's a bit, okay. I, um, I don't know nothing about K-pop.
2: K-pop that's, that's interesting. interesting. Go ahead. It's pretty interesting. It is the most government-regulated type of music industry out there. There's a there's a doco about this, yeah. um, where the government basically creates these K-pop bands and gets the best of the best and puts them through uh, very intense training and choreography so that they become international superstars, so that it benefits the government from a financial standpoint um so that's that's pretty interesting but it's also the social acceptance from a western lens as well and i I guess it's just a matter of time because um, especially in australia and america where you've got uh, a very big eastern asian immigrant population it would naturally become more acceptable over time i didn't realize that crypto would be a thing um it just completely exploded even to the point where governments have Introduce that as a uh, legally recognized form of currency, uh, replacing their, their not not replacing, but working side by side with their usual currency. Um, I honestly thought, from a social standpoint, that most of my friends, including myself, would have been further down the whole traditional path of marriage plus kids and it's uh, very interesting to see especially in australia and especially in melbourne forget the rest of australia but specifically melbourne that not being in a marriage and not having kids is a lot more socially acceptable than it was before and i'm not saying there's a good or bad i'm not saying there's a right or wrong we should or shouldn't but it's just more interesting to see that it has gone down that path and i guess We could have predicted with how Melbourne was even back then that this would be a natural evolution, but it just didn't cross my mind because I, I only cared about you know Star Wars back then. So uh, (laughs) now, finally grown up. So yeah, those are some things that have interested me recently. Even myself, I honestly thought that I'd be married with um, a uh, a a little uh, Julian running around. But Reese, congratulations! Oh, thank you, thank you.
5: Well done, my incredible buddy. Yeah.
0: Well, Alison did a the hard, hard work. work. I had a bit had of fun at the and beginning, and then it was just helping her for the rest of it. That's that's kind of the the process from my perspective. No, I will be probably staying up until about five six a.m. this morning to make sure that she could get a good night's sleep because Mason is a bit um a bit, a bit, having a bit of a day today. So it's um yeah. So I'm going to start applying for some jobs using ChatGPT around one o'clock this morning. So I'm looking forward to that. So that's going to be a bit of fun. Yeah. What
5: what's worse, ChatGPT applying for jobs? Or absolutely hammered applying for jobs. This could be an interesting study.
4: Actually, ChatGPT is pretty damn amazing. I'm like, for what petrified
0: it's... at how amazing it is, Matt. It's, it's fucking scary.
4: It's believable. Like yeah. we 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 had a bit of a PD at work about, um, you know. How to pick the how to pick the uh, chat BT kid like if some some kid that's getting zero on virtually everything somehow it gets an A plus essay, um you kind of got a bit of a worry there. Or if they've got like um you know like they start using some language that that you've never heard of before. But the, the interesting thing, like especially with with uh, with being with being a teacher and, and, and a pedagogue for for, the, for that matter, is that you know there's certain things you, there's like certain criteria and and, and that you have to you have to meet and, and a lot of time with the GPT it's not quite there yet to match all the, to match all those criteria that you need you need to cover um so so it, it's we learned a bit how to pick how to pick that stuff up um but yeah it's it's freaking unbelievable like I, I was like holy crap like this this is nuts so um, I mean it, it's not nuts that South Park made an episode about it so <laughs> that, that, that's all That's all you need to know as how, how how powerful ChatGPT is right now. So, so I, think I think my with thing with
0: ChatGPT, the, thing, the thing, thing that really blew me away about I it was, was that, that it's as good as, good as an entry-level white collar professional in their, in their field. field. And yeah,
5: so like, so the like, like the way I would, way I would describe, describe
0: that, is that is that if there was, there was someone, someone starting in comms or marketing like I was eight years ago, the, the level, level of work of that I would be expected, expected to, be to be able to do, you know, eight years ago, ChatGPT could ChatGPT outperform down, down, right now for free. And just sort, just of, sort talking of talking about, about kind of the work I was doing with ChatGPT, or sort of structuring this podcast, and some of the you know behind-the-scenes sort of thinking around, around it. Around that your, what, what I managed, I managed to do with AI tools, like for graphic design or consulting, would have cost you know five hundred to a thousand dollars if I was paying market rates for it. And everything, yeah, everything was, done was done either for, for free or, or for less than 50 bucks. If, if I wanted want to, go, to go 60 bucks, or I so I want to go to the next, next level with it. it. And so, just but from just like from a like comms and marketing, marketing perspective, this toolset tool set is already going, going to start, start decimating, decimating that, that field because, because Matt, you, know, you used to be a graphic, graphic designer. designer. It, it, there's yeah, there's software now that's effectively free for all intents and purposes that does the job. And then that's the thing, like it's doing the job enough for most people to be satisfied which is going to massively impact on professionals whose bread and butter is just that sort of you know bulk work that would come in
4: absolutely like i i mean i I was i was facing that back when i I was i mean i still design on the side but when when i was designing like you know as a as an everyday job like um i used to get clients say to me why would I pay you five hundred dollars to do this this task when I can go onto Fiverr.com and get it done for five bucks? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you, you're you're paying for you know this one-on-one time, me buying you know, you know, me sitting down with you, buying you a coffee, getting getting to know you, getting to know about your brand, and your 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 identity, everything like so I can I can actually do you a proper a proper one of the generically made thing on Fiverr that's made by some some person for like a dollar fifty. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, you explain that to them and and they and they just they. I mean, this is the reason why, when people used to ask me what I did, and I would say, I'd say oh, I'm a graphic designer, they'd say, "Oh, what you just draw." Um, it's the reason why I said I started saying to people, "No, I'm a doctor," and then they never questioned me. But um, the 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 <laughs> issue the issue with that is, you know, it's it kind of it, it, again, this is answering this question: What did I get wrong in 2015 that I thought I'd be a graphic designer forever? Um, because, like at this point in time, it was, and it's not a dying industry, but it's dying if that makes sense. Because it's just like yeah. you know people would say why would i spend 500 bucks on this well i can spend five dollars on this and get it done in two seconds you know so um just just a real, yeah, life, real example, life example
0: like the, the the logo, the logo that's, that's the backdrop, backdrop for this video this or the little icon yeah, you would, you pay, would pay, pay i used use, um imager of, of imager i think was the name of the company, company the website or whatever it was or some something, something, like something like that, that. It, it, would, it would for sixty dollars i could own that image so copyright that image to me through them and then develop 17 different variations of that image in different formats, pre-sized for socials. Mm-hmm. Like, that type of work would easily be 500 bucks of Matt's time if I was to pay oh, it, yeah, absolutely. like easily. And, I probably, you know, and I've paid a thousand for that sort of work when I've gone to graphic designers.
4: Yeah, like yeah. absolutely, like it's. I w- when I was working for a place, I was on, you know, like at one place in particular, they were offering me, you know, 90 bucks an hour. 90 bucks an hour. Like, I, I shit, you know, that, that was what I was getting. I was like, oh, this is great. But then again, um, you know, they started to go under because like they were losing work and, and you know, other companies, company, companies were, you know, we can do it cheaper. We'll do it for five bucks. You know, like it's, um, I just got sick of the inconsistency in the industry and and that and that's kind of, that's kind of how I felt. But like, the, the the funny thing is about the, about copyright, Reece, which which you just which you just alluded to, is that copyright law applies differently everywhere in the, yeah, in the yeah. world. So, um, in in particular in Australia, it's uh, it's seventy years after the create after your your death. All right, you've got you've got that copyright for you. It's applied automatically. Like that, you don't have to you don't have to technically apply for it. But in some some parts of the world, you you do. Um, it's just it just it really frustrates me how. Um, you know, like I, I mean, I mean, it's it's incredible that you can, you can get work like like you know, of your fingers and it's done. You know, but like at, in the in the same token, um, you're losing that uh that accountability, that 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 one-on-one connection, that that understanding your brand to a to a T, which you would get from from sitting down with a, with a, with a designer and, and doing it properly. Um, but I guess that's kind of what the world we're in. Like like you walk up to someone's house, you don't ring the doorbell anymore. You say, hey, I'm outside," and you text them. You know, you're losing that that face-to-face time. Um. And 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 uh, you know why would you spend as you were saying, uh, Brendan, Brendan, earlier, like you know, uh, you know, social anxieties and and, and things like that. Oh, I don't want to meet new people. I I, I, I don't even want to eat, meet meet my Uber guy that, that that drops me off, you know, food <laughs> for night. Just leave it at the door. I'll come get. I'll come over the door. You know. So, um, you, you're losing that face to face time. You're losing that 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 connectivity to you know that that you get. But in the same token, you're saving yourself four hundred and ninety five dollars. You know what I mean? So. Um, you, you got to really kind of weigh it up.
5: I guess even to even expand on the, the creatives, like creative professional side of things, did anyone see and I say this as I have one running right next to me, printing something, did anyone see 3D printers being such a thing and as affordable as they are? Like, we can barely get paper printers to work properly, yet... <laughs> but, I mean, I spent maybe $400, and I have a relatively pretty high-end-ish resin 3D printer. Um, I And you start to see a lot of creatives and, say, like, sculptures, uh, sculptors for various, like, game or manufacturing companies being like, why would i want to work under the direction of an art director or a graphics team when i can sculpt my own thing put it up on patreon and earn a living wage a month and that's where i think that
0: the the real real sort of power power, not to to sound cliche cliche, but you you know know, the power power behind behind these tools tools are are going to start start to become apparent is that it gives people who are more idea focused, focused a bigger capability, capability to, actualize to actualize those ideas and so, so if you if you take, you take it back, back to just software for instance, for instance i couldn't, couldn't code to code save my, my life. life the last, the last, last time i tried, tried to code something i literally paid paul to do paul it for, do it for me at uni <laughs> but <laughs> with, with these, these tools i don't necessarily I don't need to know how to code. code what, what I, need I need to know is, is what, what I do i want the end result of that code to look like and is what's, what's been being presented to, to be me, meeting to my expectations, expectations at the end of it. That's, that's with, with day one, one software, that's the, that's stuff, the stuff that's been, that's been out for the out equivalent of, the of an, you know, an eye blink in terms of development, terms of development time. time. If, if we start, we start fast-forwarding, fast-forwarding that five, five, ten years, the actual, the actual tool, tool sets that we're that going to be using are going to be so sophisticated that the need to know what they're doing becomes less important than understanding, understanding what they're capable of and producing that outcome yeah, like, like just to you do know, know <laughs> throw it around the room I mean like Alan I know that I've, I've spoke to you a month or so about this in the law industry but like these tools are coming for lawyers if they're coming for fucking comms and marketing people they're coming for your mob as
1: well Yeah, at least, like you were saying, we were were having this discussion at the the entry-level sort of um, stage right now, chat GPT could basically replace my paralegal at work, which is a scary proposition. Um, like, they can't give me the witty banter that we have back and forth yet, probably. But in terms of the, I don't know, have you know you I guess to the, the medial side of fluidly. things. That... <laughs> wow. I actually haven't used it yet. And I'm, I just jumped online now to have a quick look at it. I think I've got to create an account before I can do it, but I'll have a bit of a play with it.
6: Yeah. And yeah. um, like for
1: that, they give the phone
3: number as well. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I can see it in, in terms of the legal industry, it will definitely shake things up.
4: You can just like write like a scary letter to your neighbor using Chat GPT and then like make freak them the hell out or you know, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with you. So <laughs> Yeah, or <laughs> well, you can say Chat GPT, you know, write write me a letter about my
1: fencing dispute with my neighbour and include references to legislation and you can just make it all, you know, scary looking and I'm curious to actually maybe give that a play and see how accurate yeah. it actually is. But and, and, and the yeah, thing is, the Victorian times,
3: 1968 or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. right. And so the thing the
1: with thing the software, though, where it's, I think, technology. Sorry, Ray. Sorry, oh, oh, I was just going to say, like. Whenever I've thought of technology being, you know, big, evil and scary, I, I was always, you know, grew up on Terminator thinking that the robots are gonna take over and they're gonna destroy us um, and develop their own consciousness. Now my thinking, and I guess maybe this is you know, the question about what did you not see happening in, in twenty fifteen, is the fact that um, my career could basically finish because someone writes a really good AI or creates an AI video of me doing something inappropriate, which is not something that I thought, yeah. you know, in 2015 would be a thing. Like that that video, I, w- I watched a video on YouTube of um, it was a chat GPT created chat between Joe Rogan Jordan Peterson and someone else where they were talking about video games and I thought it was real for a second they were using deepfake technology to yeah. mimic like their facial expressions like they were having a real chat and I was like I, I felt like an 80 year old boomer like it falls for like a <laughs> Nigerian <laughs> oil scam email I'm like oh my god this is they're talking about video games this is so cool and it took me like a good couple of minutes to realize oh my god this is literally being created by AI so I guess and being a lawyer from from the legal perspective, like this this is gonna be crazy. Like oh, here's a video I, I can show you of me being raped by someone. Like you know, if we, people get in trouble for grainy, blurry CCTV footage that's not conclusive now, especially if you're an AFL football player or someone like that, <laughs> Like, this technology is going to be just insane. And and yeah, I I just never would have thought that would be a thing. You know, like like I said, I thought it was the Terminators that were going to come and kill us all. It's not that that's scary. It's literally this technology now that terrifies me.
4: Mm. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's a scary world. That the, the fact that we thought. Like, and, and it's with with a lot with, it's with a lot of things as well. Like uh, you know, I I I reflect back on like movies and stuff. Like I watched like Back to the Future. We're supposed to be flying cars at this point. You know it, it, you know Terminator, and then uh, but I think I think our reality that we're getting is more scary. You know it's it's the fact that you could just like put like for example I don't know how many of those videos of you know um. Uh, what's her name who's, who's the actress in um harry potter what, what's her name uh emma
1: watson emma watson
4: yeah. apparently she's, she's put on like every video ever like just by ai technology and she's like it's not me it's not me it's not me you know and and i'm like i'm like how the hell are they doing that like that that's oh, that's it's, inc- it's it's insane
3: yeah uh, yeah like for that technology like i think that that started i think 2018 yeah like that's it was... when it started to get pretty big
0: I remember remember seeing it around uh, after after Trump Trump got elected elected. because the first first
3: deep fake I saw was Trump saying saying shit that he never said. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right about that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like for like ChatGPT, I don't think I'm as. Yeah, I. I... Yeah, I don't don't think it's going to be as bad as you guys think that it is. It's still really fucking stupid in some like respects. I actually gave it a a file that I had and uh, it was a CSV file of my numbers I took down for, I believe it was the TJ Smith Stakes race that happened a week ago. And I explained everything in that file to ChatGPT and I said, okay, after all the things that you've just read, who do you think was the best horse in that race, who had the best run in that race based on the times that they had and from where it was? And it just didn't get the question, it just sort of like had the names of the horse and spat it out and then after i thought i had it i'm like okay after we've been through this for 20 minutes okay after i've explained everything to you you fucking idiot can you please (laughs) tell me can you please tell me out of all the runs in the races you know the weights you know the sectionals you know how these horses excel who do you think answer it said i thought that hungry heart was the best horse in the race hungry heart has been retired for over a year she doesn't really <laughs> she, she, i I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure that she won the Vinery stud stakes as a three-year-old in 2021 so this chat for some reason it just saw the fact that i was talking about horses and it's just like oh i'll just grab a horse like like from fucking, and then it started like bringing out like all these horses that haven't raced in years and years, and then it took my numbers and it tried to explain it how it was. It was just like there's something. So on top of that, like it's it's um, yeah, like for that and stuff, like it certainly is going to get better. I think certain jobs, like it's just not going to be able to touch. I think I think there's just there's just certain things that you sort of can't code into it. Um, one thing that I probably am scared of that I, that I haven't heard much from people. So some people like are sort of talking about um, is that if you sort of give like chat GPT some sort of access to um, certain jobs and everything. And everyone's just like, Oh, Oh no. Uh, like for the stuff like my job's going to be ruined or this is going to change everything. I'm um, more sort of worried that if you give it uh, some form of a job, that's where, where, where it just has like all this control and it gets something wrong. Like how fucking bad is that going to be? Like you know, where, where like for themselves, stuff like just say that there's things that have to be shipped from somewhere, you know, and and then on top of that, you know, uh, if 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 a certain company has like you know certain stop gaps because they don't want people trying to interfere with the process, um, can humans actually sort of go into the process to stop that thing from actually doing that mistake, you know? And some people think that that for like ChatGPT, uh, like they think like that thing is just going to go rogue. I don't think so. I think like the company, like there were some versions. Of- I think, I think like the first couple of versions to that weren't to the public, you know, um, like for that, like they had certain things where I think that they would try and try and try and go off like the rails that they thought and it sort of did things um, in ways that they didn't think was possible. So I think like they've kneecapped that part of a, a, out of it, But but yeah, for that and stuff, I think that when you sort of do give it like some sort of control over something big and important and it gets it wrong um yeah like for that like how's that gonna feel you know because because like when like people like sort of talk about this thing like i i don't think anything's wrong until until apart from that stuff there's like you know like like all things are on fire and stuff and then there's people who are just getting killed in the streets like like for that like like i like sort of think about that when i think about chaos but um yeah yeah look i'm um not so worried about it being too smart i'm sort of worried about it being too stupid
1: yeah yeah that's fair is the, chat, is the chat GPT stuff also... Um, oh, maybe I'm confusing it with something else, but you know how you see the thing where it's like... Um, hey, Chat GPT, tell me a joke about Jesus and it gives you a Jesus joke, and then you say, Tell yeah. me a joke about Muhammad, and then it says, Sorry, I can't do that because I'm yes. not allowed to do certain yeah. things. Is yeah. It, is yeah. That yeah. 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 yeah, so there's a whole yeah. Un- yeah. there's a whole undercurrent yeah. yeah. around yeah. sort of
0: the, around the, ideologies the ideologies and the politics the to go, go into the actual machine builders. Machine builders. And yeah. one of one the one one big the sort of existential, existential questions around these tool sets is that they are undoubtedly going to become so central to our lives. What's the risk of personal politics interfering with how those tools operate. Mm. You know, we saw saw that that with the damage that was done with Twitter when when people were putting their thumbs thumbs on the scale in terms of content moderation or in terms terms of who was and wasn't banned. What happens happens when when ChatGPT suddenly suddenly channels channels and restricts what what you can and can't do based on on what it it thinks thinks you should and and shouldn't be doing. doing?
6: I got that.
3: Yeah. yeah, and like for, like, part, 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 part of that as well, like, one, like, thing that I think that we have here, here is that, like, like, each time that we sort of see, like, yeah, like, for that, like, we, we, like, see, like, these new new things that they're bringing out and stuff, like, I find it funny how, like, people, like, they actually don't, like, sort of call it, like, some sort of computer, but apart from that, like, we sort of call it, like, chat GPT, and I think it's funny because, like, the company that makes it, like, they're actually going to be, like, a huge company as well, yeah. And it's all gonna be funny because you got like all these big tech companies. Are they going to try and have like their own like sort of thing? Like, I actually heard like you got like Google. I think Google broke a law because they're actually trying to make their own version of ChatGPT, and uh, they were training it using ChatGPT four, I think. And I think that, that actually goes against like the terms and conditions of uh, that license for it as well. So like for that, like I think it's gonna be funny how like you know um, like for this company, like they sort of might be. Like, um, yeah, I like for that company, like they they might sort of be like Coke in the sense that, you know, like like when people like sort of go out and uh, like for that, like when people go out and get like drinks of Coke and stuff, like they're not actually drinking Coke, but apart from that, like they're sort of just drinking like cola. But just because Coke is like, you know, like sort of that thing, like like yeah, for that, like we're actually seeing like a, um, so, 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 yeah, like for that, like a certain type of technology um, that's become so powerful that there's this huge company that's just, yeah, like huge now like for it and stuff. So yes. So um for uh that whole thing and stuff like the tech sector is gonna be like pretty good as well because like for that company as well, um just say that they have like all this money from this tech, um then yeah like on top of that then then, then apart from like like all that technology that, that they could have they could like try and take um all, all all sorts of market cap space from like you know like all the big companies stuff like Google and stuff and meta. So well,
6: yeah, they're still
2: private. I, um, a couple of months ago I was researching whether I could actually invest and uh, now they're still private so let us know paul
6: yeah
0: but the interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting thing about them <laughs> is that they, they were initially a non-for-profit because you know elon, elon musk, musk apparently invested a 100 million, million in open ai, AI about two, two or three two years, years, years ago, ago. and yeah and, and he was on the board for a little bit yeah, as well i think yeah and, yeah. Then, and then they, they switched, switched from non-for-profit to for-profit, for-profit and then, and they, then booted they booted everyone off the board and basically reset it so they became a private company um and they're, they're effectively owned by Microsoft entirely, so it's it's kind of an unofficial subdivision of Microsoft. So there's, there's some weird like financial oh, yeah, sort of right, yeah. shit that they've done, which is, um, a, 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 from what I've read off Twitter, is apparently a little bit below board. And some people are quite grumpy with how they've handled themselves as a business. But, but in saying, in saying that, that, they've also created the most powerful AI tool that's ever kind of seeped into public, public consciousness because it's much better than Google's one and it's certainly a lot better than what Microsoft, Microsoft has with Bing in terms of its capability. capability. But you know it's you know not, what's happening. not happening? happening. Facebook's, Facebook's meta. meta. That's, that's just, just dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I if mean, I was, was going to sort of think about like... Well, yeah,
3: like for like I think Facebook meta... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for that thing, like they... um. They like had that thing that they were going to build stuff like the metaverse. Like, I'm pretty sure like they cared that, right? It's basically, basically failed. failed. It's, 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 it's been, been like a, like $30, a $30 billion, billion dollar failure. failure. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Sure. So for that, like they pumped in all that money, they fired all those people. And then they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like the project isn't working. So yeah. Like they're just like canning it now, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: well one like of the one things thing I didn't did predict in 2015 or I got completely wrong was that the role Facebook, Facebook would play going, going forward. forward. Sort of 2013, 2014, 2015. My, my, my early career was based around effectively using Facebook as a communication platform for brands and for campaigns. At, you know, in 2015, 2016, I I built one of the biggest political Facebook pages in Victoria over about a six to twelve month period, in terms of sort of activity and reach and follower count. By the the end end of 2016, 2016, that hit a complete complete wall and just just died. Like, like the entire entire idea of Facebook Facebook being a relevant platform evaporated over about a 12-month period. So by the time we got to the end of 2017, 2017, it was pretty pretty much a non-entity. Even Even Instagram, Instagram, which which sort of became became the buzzword buzzword for a few years, years, even that's that's completely evaporated evaporated now as an entity for engagement. So like I I, I completely, completely missed I did not, not foresee just how, how short the shelf life would be for these, platforms. these platforms. Like, like weirdly, weirdly the most, most stable platform in terms, terms of regular, regular engagement and value for money is still Snapchat. Snapchat. It's, it's the, the only one, one that, that hasn't actually fluctuated, fluctuated or decreased over the years. Everything else, else has just died, died. and and, and, and TikTok, TikTok in particular. Like the, the risk, risk with, TikTok with TikTok is that it's entirely, entirely possible, possible it's going to get legislated, get legislated out of western, western countries over the next 24 months like I, I, would I would imagine that if the americans go down the pathway down of banning, banning TikTok, tiktok the eu and really then australia will probably will follow, follow suit pretty close, pretty close, close after, after that so, so yeah it, it's 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 really it's curious yeah, what the state of social, social media is today because is, uh, it's I, I believe that social, social media would make discourse more discourse honest and it, it would effectively give, give people a, people a passport, passport for how they engage online, and and, and, and that, that lack, lack of anonymity, anonymity would improve behaviour and make, make people more considerate and, more considerate and more empathetic. God, I, I fucked like, that, that, one that one up. up. That, that was so off the mark. mark. <laughs> 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 like, goofing, I didn't put money it's on that projection. It's,
5: projection. it's funny, because... Um... Like, I know, for me, like, I I don't have the biggest social media presence, but, like, I had Facebook, that's how I kept in contact with a lot of people, then I went, weirdly, back to just, like, no, no online social media at all, and it was purely text messages, so I went backwards, and then social media kind of just became the trading post, or marketplace or like on it like ebay for me and that's kind of what i use it for now is for oh people are getting rid of something or scalpers are selling ps5s and i kind of really want a ps5 so i'll buy it from there not that i have a ps5 but um and weirdly discord which functions more like a 90s bulletin board system I find myself using more, like to the point where I have branched out, I'm part of worldwide communities, I'm engaging in events, I came back from an event today with a bunch of people that I met off of Discord, and even not that I ever spent much time on Reddit, I'd browse a couple of things and, you know, somebody had sent me a link here and there, but I find myself Going back to, say, that mid... early to mid-2000s level of looking for almost forums on the internet, rather than going to a media platform.
0: Uh, It's a really valid point, point, Brennan, because I've... I've, I've, partly this this whole whole podcast has been an exercise to to try to learn learn a little little bit more about about Discord. Discord. (laughs) And the the thing thing that really really jumps out to me about about this as a platform platform is that that it's not not trying to sell me anything anything other other than just upgrading my Discord Discord account. Like, I don't don't feel like there's anything predatory about what Discord Discord is doing. doing. Like, it's not channeling channeling me in a certain certain direction based on on what what unconscious unconscious biochemical reactions I'm having to things that are flushing in front of me. No, it's not doing shit where it's, Recording how long my eyes linger on something on my phone, and then classifying that as a trigger, so it's going to present me more of that the next time I scroll. And from what you're talking about, by going back to the early 2000s, there, I, you know, there does seem to be an interesting sort of almost—I don't want to say like punk rock resurgence—but it's it's almost as though people are sort of harpening back to a, a nostalgic time in the early 2000s before social media, where the discourse, the discourse and the, the internet, internet were a lot simpler, simpler and, cleaner and cleaner and less predatory.
5: predatory. I so, so you you and I have, well, me more so, but you and I have, have a mutual acquaintance that works, he's very high up in an emerging technology space at a tech company, I won't name it, but even he has said Discord is where social media and stuff is heading. It's where a lot of these tech companies are focusing their efforts, because a lot of the big tech companies didn't think that effectively a 90s bulletin board system with a decent graphics interface would attract so many people. Um, And like he deals with yeah, you know, this GPT and he deals with you know what Boston dynamics are doing, he deals with all this kind of stuff. And he's like, It's like you said, Reese, it's the simpler things that are bringing people, they're bringing people what they actually want. They don't want all this, uh, you know, you're being sold X, Y, or Z product, you're being hounded with all these ads and features that you don't want. You you just want something that works. And as we're all around the same age or all around 30, I wonder too if that's a thing that comes with age or if that's actually the direction that, that society or the market is heading. Well, I mean, I, I,
0: I keep I sort of commenting at the moment that I like think that the future of consumerism, of consumerism is going, going to go into... into revert back back to being being more tactile tactile. so So as as streaming streaming um, becomes more prevalent prevalent, and that that lack lack of of ownership ownership over your content content becomes more all-encompassing people People are actually going to want want something tangible tangible that they can hold and I think think that 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 AI generated generated content content is going going to further further infuse that that. so So I think that people are going to desire things that are in person or things, or things that, that, are that are live, that are not sort of being magically generated by a computer screen. screen. And, and I like think that social, social media, media and uh, engagement and is heading in that direction with something like Discord, Discord because it's, because it's very, very obvious that what Discord provides, provides for a user, for and users, users, even someone that I'm, I've I'm literally, literally only been using, using it for the last, last fortnight to try to get my head wrapped, wrapped around, around what we're doing at the moment, moment. It, it's actually refreshing. Like, it doesn't feel like it's trying to alter my brain chemistry in order for me to continue using the service. You, you, you
3: might be the first person to said about this ever, I think. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, for I
0: love the originality. It's why it's called Uncommonly Common Conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, could have an, have an entire conversation around the idea of parasitic ideas and how we're all just effectively mouthpieces make make for things that we've absorbed previously. So I might save so that out for, out like, episode, episode three or something.
6: Three or something. <laughs> yeah. Actually,
0: that's a good I've already go we'll go to Remember that one, Julian. We'll do that for a fortnight's time
5: the the no. title race the walking IGN article,
0: well fuck IGN, IGN. I, I, no, gave I, I gave up on IGN, IGN after they after, after Colin Moriarty <laughs> left.
2: <laughs> well, I am going to make a move. I think, I think move it's a, a good pregnant,
0: pregnant pause, pause to end it. it? Oh, no, well, awesome, awesome guys. guys. Well, thank well, thank you so, so much, much for um, um for coming, coming on, on tonight. I so really really appreciate everyone sort of carving out a couple of hours, two and a half hours, nearly to sort of. Sit down, sit down and, and we'll do, do, do this. this um does anyone have a sort of before you jump off does anyone does sort of have, have any, any sort of final or thoughts or, or final, final comments?
5: comments uh no i'm good i'll let the others go before i kind of uh te- tease the next episode i guess
2: yep i am totally down for fast and furious 10 whenever that's coming out so race you mentioned epping i'm still down Lovely.
1: <laughs> if
2: to join, please come. Awesome, awesome
0: Maybe if you uh, jump come off to it by all means, I'll it for
1: anything, but uh, okay, cool.
2: Take care, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, right. so
5: anyway,
1: anyway, uh, John Wick 4, for those who haven't seen it, go see it. My god, that great. was amazing! Good film. Great.
5: I will add it to the other threes that I haven't seen. <laughs> I, I think. I've had this conversation a lot in the past week. The last movie I saw was Top Gun Maverick, and then before that was uh, the Nicolas Cage movie, was an unbreakable weight of massive horror. And fair, no, then before that amazing. was part, part one of Dune, so... So you're saying, you're that, saying that the that last, the last three,
0: movies three movies that you saw were the three movies I took you, you to? to. Yes.
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, not counting in the umpteenth time I've rewatched Coming to America, but...
1: Wait, the first one or the sequel?
5: The first one. Although the sequel had... The sequel was better than it had any right to be. Um, But I guess if there's no other closing thoughts, um, I'll tease next week's episode. So, next week, me being the massive and also touching on the reverting back to a simpler time, Nerd that I am, uh, I'm going to be giving Reese and possibly some others a bit of a crash course in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Um, especially now is a very good time to kind of, you know, nibble around the edge and see if he enjoys the taste. Um, that was a weird euphemism. Yeah, that was a bit. Um, um, yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully
0: that, that, sets that sets up the, expectations, the expectations for that, for that, next, that next episode.
5: episode. <laughs> well there's a there's a lot to unpack in the warhammer universe um so i guess just simply quickly the franchise as a whole is nearing nearing 40 years um and has drastically shifted from the uh cold war parodies that it once was um and yeah i'll um We'll, I'll keep it as simple as I can, but uh, yeah, tune in for that one.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, Love Well, guys, well, I might, my, I might ask everyone just to hang around, around for a minute you know, once I stop, stop recording, but I'll just, just I'll just wrap, wrap this up. This um, um, yeah, sorry, sorry unless anyone really else has any other comments, comments I want to make while make I'm still, while still
6: recording? recording. No, man, no. I'm good. Awesome. No. All right, well, thank you, everyone,
0: for for coming tonight. I really enjoyed it. I'll stop recording, but if we could all just hang around for a few more minutes or bit have a chat with you all. Thanks, guys. See ya. See you
6: later. Bye. Thanks, Rose.